This is the Jovin, a.k.a. the star of Live 3, a.k.a. the star of episode 30 of this podcast, a.k.a. one half of the first ever Mr. and Mrs. Major Mark. Sorry, Matt. You are listening to the MWO podcast because it is just too sweet. P.S. I'm glad Ahmed Johnson made it back to his rightful home. Right, Jake? The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. To the Major World Order podcast, I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck, and I am extremely excited to be here. I am a ring announcer for PWP Live, Omaha, Nebraska's longest-running wrestling organization, and with me is Husfar, aka the Major Marquis, aka Handsome Husfar. A.K.A. Heartbreak Husfar, A.K.A. MC Episode 47 Broski of the Week, A.K.A. I'm recording this podcast with a broken freaking neck. And with me is... The Big Jake Broski, the Sean Kemp of Wrestling Figure Collecting, the Major Mad Hatter, Jake Don't Call Me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the latest edition of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. That is right. Thank you, everyone, so much for coming and checking out our podcast. We are big contributors to the Major Wrestling Figure podcast community, interviewing such guests as Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Mark Sterling, Chelsea Green, Swoggle, VSK, Rory Fox, John Kiernan, and Kevin Lasarda, who write tons of entrance themes for for uh, wrestlers and, and, and the one that you heard here. And uh, anyway, lots of people that are connected to that community and, um, you know, very, uh, very happy to be here and offering a, a place for major marks to come on and, you know, tell their stories as well. Um, and uh, we've got a great big ho- uh, guest. <laughs> host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm very excited, so you know, yeah. you, you you start stumbling over things, right? Um, but yeah, no, forgot, very excited I to, to say my whole other part of my intro. So see, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, it's uh, we're we're pumped to be here, and oh, yeah. um, let's go ahead and get into um, a sponsor of ours first from JPD Customs. <laughs> following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 black with the purple inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com All right. Uh, they've got a lot of great things coming up. Um, yeah. 
he uh, he shared some stuff with us that is um, all happening very very soon. Uh, yep. One of those things is is a new podcast. That's right, um, Jake. You want to you know talk about yeah. you know that a little um, bit? Yeah, I mean, Joe is doing some amazing things over at uh, JPD Customs. I mean, not only with the you know custom Hasbro's and. Um, you know, the, uh, the sunglass decals and all that, but, uh, some of the other things, uh, that, that he's getting into now is the custom figure podcast. Uh, and it's just, it's going to be really cool. Cause he's going to dive deep into, you know, custom figures and, and, and how customizing is and what, you know, what he's going to, you know, how he does it and things like that. So, uh, really cool. Um, he's, he's got a lot of, I mean, so many cool products coming out. He's got, you know, decals, coming out for certain things i can't get into it yet you know i don't want to spoil it necessarily um you know but uh there i'm just looking at some of the pictures he sent me right now um it's just, it's going to be very very cool but you know definitely check out his his new podcast and uh you know stay up to date with what they're doing over to jpd customs it's just awesome there's yep. some there's some limited release stuff he has coming out so make sure you yeah. watch out for those please yes. if you want to get hands on them yeah, um, I, yeah. I don't know if we can quite tell what it is yet, um, but uh, I think it's something that people within the card world will yeah. will like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And man, I I think they're super cool. I think they could be used as display pieces, uh, you know, for for figures, you know, to a to a certain extent. So uh, keep an eye out, and we'll definitely keep things posted. But JPD Customs got some some really cool things going on. Uh, if you're if you're big into the uh, you know kind of custom figure market, so absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I man, I I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't think we should waste our guests or <laughs> no. our, you know listeners' time. So let's get into Rhino Gore Gore Gore. <laughs> All right, everyone. And with that, we have our very, very special guest. Welcome to the show. As we like to call him, Big Terry. Big Terry. Here's <laughs> Rhino. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's a pleasure. I uh, an energy drink to stay awake during this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad. You drink so many energy drinks, they don't even have, they don't affect you. <laughs> Oh, I know it's how just that like is. water. Bangs <laughs> don't do anything for me anymore. <laughs> right, right. So we yeah. were like, you know, because when you're on the road, drink a lot of coffee and a lot of energy drinks, and you know, trying to make it to the next town. And, you know, people are like, oh, you're drinking coffee like at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Aren't right. you going to stay awake? It's like, no. They'll go to bed at 11 and they'll, they have coffee after six. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I won't be able to sleep. It's like, I go to bed at eleven. I could drink coffee at ten thirty and still be sleeping by right. <laughs> I had a lot of lot of years of doing that. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what is uh what's your what's your coffee and energy drink of choice? Uh the white monster, sugar free. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I hear that's a very popular one. Yeah. Um and then uh um just regular coffee you know i'm not i'm not really a starbucks guy or or tim hortons i i I do like tim hortons um but i'm more of a gas station i don't know if it's the ecw in me you know (laughs) back then you know it's just like you just 
you know, gas station 24 hours. And it's get a, a ca- cowboy coffee. <laughs> right, right, 20 of those 24 hours. So, <laughs> get it going, so. <laughs> oh, that's, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. For sure. So, um, yeah, let's let, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, I like to call it, you know, especially for for Rhino, the three B's, which is boats, blondes, and beating people up. Oh yeah, <laughs> did I do that somewhere in an interview. You, okay, yeah. So I did. I was I was doing a little bit of homework, and you said uh, you just <laughs> said the um, boats and blondes, but I I threw in the beating people up. I I had to put my little spin on it. So <laughs> right, right. yeah. Well, but, if anybody uh, knows me, I. I you know, I, I trace certain things back and, um, you know, people, uh, I like to drive, but I also had a fear of flying ever since I was a kid. Cause as a family, we, we never went on vacation and, you know, we didn't really have money, but my dad always had boats, you know, wooden right. boats and we'd work on them as a family. And that was like our vacation. Right. So anyways, uh, if my washing machine is too loud for you, I can turn it off. I forgot to turn it off, but, uh, don't even hear it. Okay, cool. Um, no, so, you know, I traced, uh, I had a super crush. When I was a kid, I'd watch the reruns of the Brady Bunch. Okay. And I had a huge crush on Marsha Brady. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where I, I traced it back, my love for blondes. and Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, the, the fear of flying is kind of easy. I really don't talk about that much. But yeah. um, I watched the movie La Bamba with, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. Richie Valens. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the movie, you know, it shows plane crash and he, him and the big bopper and all that. And I think it was in 59. But uh, and then when I was a kid, we didn't live too far from Metro Airport. Uh, Flight 255 crashed in the takeoff. And uh, I think 164 people. There was a, a little girl. She was four. Uh, she survived. I think that was 87, um, 1987. So that, that's where my fear of flying came in. But I also like to drive not because I'm like you know i can fly and everything but i think um you know i can trace certain things in my life you know yeah. to the moments you know so but uh i just like to get behind the wheel and you know it's very relaxing you don't have to deal with a ton of people you know and it's like yeah. the 10-hour yeah. radius for me i cover a lot of ground you know oh, yeah. yeah especially yeah I, I hate being on an airplane you know because i'm not not really a people person, so to speak, you know, I mean, and you know, you're crammed up next to a stranger and they're just, you know, like this. And it's like, dude, like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm stuck just with like a crying yeah. baby, the whole flight. And it's like, ah, yeah, it's funny. Cause the, when I first started flying, Sabu was, uh, he would always get bumped up cause you go to <laughs> Japan and this was right. when it was Northwest. Okay. And, um, and then he would get these vouchers to upgrade. Yeah. And I was, you know, in, uh, I was, uh, he didn't have any vouchers or whatever. They couldn't bump me up, but yeah. I was in the main cabin and this lady was breastfeeding, right? And I'm okay with that. Because she, she was blonde? It was okay? No, no, no. <laughs> if she was blonde, I would have stayed right there. So, you know, and they were boarding. So I sat right behind Sabu, you know, in, in first class just to give her some room, right? So I'm in the aisle and I don't want to be elbowing the baby and, Sure. The flight attendant. So I acted like I was. Well, I was just talking to Sabu, and the flight attendant goes, uh, "Sir, you have to go back to your seat." I go, "Well, no, there's a lady breastfeeding." Sabu goes, "Where? Where? I'll switch you." <laughs> 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 you know, I, I think he was joking, but he didn't yeah, switch yeah, me. Yeah, the lady's like, "Sir, it doesn't matter. You have to go back." And I'm like, yeah. "All right, 
Well, <laughs> yeah, like, how do you just, like, look at your magazine the whole time? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Oh, I didn't find it. I was, I was asking, you know, for some milk for my coffee. I wasn't right. like, <laughs> right, let me go squeeze here. <laughs> she, she was a nice-looking lady, too. I'm like, hey, when the baby's done. Yeah. Here I thought this story is going to talk about how watching the Brady Bunch and Marsha Brady gave you a fear of flying for some reason. <laughs> and <laughs> no, no, no. Like, oh, no. Yeah, no, my, uh, my love for flying <laughs> came from yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Man, that's so, um, hilarious. Yeah. So let, let's talk about a, a little bit about your love for boats. Um, that's how our relationship started uh mutual friend uh my my, my good buddy rob uh who, who lives in up on take a shot uh who lives up in ohio um he messaged me and he's like hey you know you're, you're never gonna guess who who uh, just bought a boat off of me and then i'm like who and he sent me the picture of you two together i'm like no fucking way dude you know and then uh, you know and then we, you know we kind of started talking through that which is which is awesome so I'm, I'm glad this uh this all worked out but um yeah, it was funny. He was telling me the story of how you, you know, you'd call them up and ask him about the boat, and then he's like, "Yeah, this this dude just shows up in this like murdered out Hummer, and he just gets out. He's like this this jack dude." And I'm like, I was like, kind of. He, he said he was kind of you know pretty intimidated at first, like, "Oh shit, you know what's going on here?" And then once yeah. once he sent me the picture, I explained. I was like, "Oh, you know, I explained who you were and all that." And then uh, you know, so um, just about boats in in general, you know, your your father was a boater, as he said, and um, yeah. you know that you, you started that. Uh, kind of passion for boats as a kid and now you know you own big daddy's boat yard the marina there and um you know which is it's got to be a, a dream come true for you you know to to own your own marina you know it's yeah it's, it's a dream it's, come true until it's uh 11 o'clock at night and then the weather the wind is blowing the water out and you got your bubblers that are freezing it's <laughs> you know 10 30 at night and then it yeah. drops to like 10 or 10 degrees and then with the will a wind fill wind chill factor it's like negative seven your bubbles are free the bubblers are freezing up you're on the docks which are iced over and if you fall in the water you're dead because the water's right. so low you can't right. get out by the time you get to land you know you yeah. got a seawall and yeah so you're thinking why the hell did i buy a marina <laughs> so now i'm I'm checking. The good thing is, is the the wind in, or the 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 wind's blowing the water out. Not as much, but um, uh, you know, it's only like 17 miles an hour out of the west. Okay. But the yeah. the temperature didn't drop. So okay. when the temperature drops. That's when you know yeah. things start freezing. And yeah. So, but uh, overall, you know, like anything, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. It's a passion, and yeah. you know. So, um, and I'd like to grow the business too. You know, so, um, I enjoy wrestling and I enjoy doing stuff behind the scenes. And with this Marina, I can do both, you yeah. know. So, um, but no, uh, it's funny because I seen the boat because that's my fourth boat. The okay. one I bought off of Rob. Yeah. So when I was a kid, it was back in 1989. Um, I was uh, 12. No, I was 88. I was 12. And um, uh, or was I 13? Well, anyways, 12 or 13. So I, I'd walk around. We had a, a houseboat out in uh, Port Clinton, Ohio. Oh, yeah. So I'd go walking around and stuff. And, you know, my brothers, they would do their own thing. And, you know, I was always up early. And there was this uh, early 60s lineman, probably about a 23-footer. Yeah. And um, the linemans were made in Sandusky, and they they uh, flare out in the bow. Right. And uh, anyways, uh, I'm doing the math, and they only wanted 1200 bucks for it. 
right? Oh, wow. And yeah. a, paper route, a local paper route. I'm doing the math and I'm like, maybe I can borrow some money off my grandma. You know, so I'm running the numbers on bottom paying on dockage and all that stuff. And I realized I just couldn't afford it, right? But I fell in love with this boat, you know, and I'd walk. And I always said one day I'll buy a lineman. So um, probably about, uh, I want to say, it was in 2017, I bought a lineman, finally. You know, this guy sold it to me. And the reason, he gave me a great deal on it, too. Um, And it was all done. It was, you know, and uh, he he sold it to me. And he goes, the reason why I sold it to you, because you take care of your stuff. And I knew you'd take care of it. So then I bought an old uh, 1957. It needs work um, uh, a year or two ago. And then, uh, you know, you try to save these boats from the burn pile. Right. And then the one with Rob, it needed a bottom, but everything else was nice. So uh, I'm going up to Algonac tomorrow to work on it. But I have a guy that specifically does, you know, boat uh, woodwork, you know. And I'm I'm learning more, you know, so. Because eventually, you know, that craft, you know, a lot of people are, you know, jumping in yeah. and filling the shoes because, you know, once these yeah. boats are gone, they're not, they're oh, not yeah. making any more of them. No. It's a part of American history, too. Oh, you know? 100%. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the it's, it's kind of sad. A lot of uh, labors that, you know, were a huge thing and a huge part of America being built are literally disappearing now, you know, yeah. because, you know, computers have taken over and, you know, all these other things. And I'm not saying that computers are a bad thing or, you know, anything right. like that, but it's just, right. it's just kind of an evolution of things. And, uh, you know, right. it's definitely sad to see some of these, you know, like I'm a, I'm a car guy, you know, and it's, it's right. kind of same deal that, uh, you right. know, they just don't make them like they used to. And, you know, right. it's just, they're, they're, yeah. they're made to be thrown away now and, and not. Right. right. <laughs> but the thing is, is, you know, I, I, I'm a, a car guy too, not as much mm-hmm. as I used to uh, yeah. be. But, um, you know, the, the cool thing about boats and, and uh, wood boats is the, the, the thing was, is now people are starting to, um, you know, they're, they're securing their careers, right. you know, where they can buy a boat like they grew up on. And right. then, they, um, you know, these uh, craftsmen, um, you know, they're getting older, but, um, there's, there's opportunity there for people. And I think, um, especially if you have like a little marina and a, a couple little buildings and you have that, you're not just, you know, like if you get into the business just to restore old cars, unless right. you get your name up there, it's going to be hard to make a living at it. For sure. Um, you know, but if you have like a little marina and then you do boats on the side and you sell them or, you know, um, yeah. you can survive off of that and make a good living. Um, right. But it's it's one of those things that has to be a passion now. Um, mm. You know, so it, it's uh, I, I keep on sending Rob some of the pictures and the updates and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I knew we were getting into a lot of, you know, because the, the, the ribs on the boat, we had to every single one of them. I mean, there's 40 in there. And we had to do something to each one of them. Oh, damn. You know, we're almost done, but we had to put uh, the knee on it, a little bit of the stem and some of the keel we had to fix. But that, once we're done, that, that bottom will last, you know, outlast all of us. Yeah. So, unless I get something. Yeah. I was telling my brother, I go, hey, I want to take the lineman back over to this one place. And he goes, you know, it's shallow in there. I go, yeah, I know. He goes, you're putting in a new bottom. You don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Maybe I'll stay away from there. Yep. <laughs> now, what what kind of boats uh, do you have? Are, are they like sailboats? Or are they more like, you know, what, what kind no. of types of boats? Power. Um, you know, sailing is, um, 
you know, there's a lot of work to it, you know, and eventually I'd like to get into sailing because it's very peaceful. Um, I recommend people if they're, especially in the Great Lakes, um, because it's seasonal and you kind of get tired after, you know, so many months cleaning them, this and that. And, um, um, you know, so um, I recommend, you know, I, I try to tell people it's not as expensive as you think. You know, you can start off with a pontoon, you know, a youth pontoon, unless you're like a baller in life and you got to have the best of everything, a new phone, whenever it comes out, then then it can get expensive. But if you want just something to start out, um, just to get familiar. And the cool thing about boaters, and uh, they they just, they're willing to pass on the knowledge and help you out, you know. Um, so, and it, the, the thing I like about, especially the marina, is you leave your problems at the gate, you know, because they'll be there waiting for you. Just go out in your boat or sit on your boat, have a beer, have a pop or water. I mean, I don't drink, but, um, you know, and just relax, even if you don't go out on it. And a lot of people think uh, gas is a little more expensive on on the water, but, like, where we're at, there's a um, marina that's uh, usually it's a dollar more than, you know, at the gas station. But if you trailer your boat, you can fill it up at the gas station. Um, but, you know, as long as you don't go crazy and go on long journeys, you know, you don't have to really worry about it, you know. But it's it's worth saving up and, you know. So, and you can go to little places to go swimming or fishing and all that stuff. So, yeah. don't be intimidated. But um, I'm more of a powerboat guy because I uh, never really gotten into sailboat. Uh, um, just the, the, the knowledge and, you know, and, you know, hoisting the mass up and all that, you know, so. Yeah, a lot of work. That's but so like cool. you said, yeah, like you said, it's just uh, it's a relaxation thing. It's something to like you, you leave your problems at the gate, you know, and it's just. It's something where you can just go to just get away from everything and just, yeah, you know, yeah. free your mind. And, uh, you know, and then like another thing that you said, uh, you know, it's, you know, the boaters especially are, you know, passing on that knowledge, you know, yeah. to, to other boaters. But uh, one thing that I did want to talk to you about, um, one thing, especially right now in your wrestling career is, you know, you're, you're a seasoned veteran now, you know, and you've had, I mean, an amazing career. I mean, it's, you're a legend, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, you know, I, it's the truth, man. And I mean, you've done so much and now you're in that position where you're able to share your knowledge with all the young up and comers and like Andrew, you know, he's, he's actually, he just joined uh creative pro and he starts tomorrow, you know, he's, he's trying to be a wrestler now. So, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of cool to see you, in that kind of role now where you're, you're helping out the talent. And like, I know, you know, you discussed this on a, uh, a different podcast, but uh, you know, when, you know, uh, you'd parted ways with WWE, um, you know, they, they had offered you, I, I believe you said like double, uh, yeah. what, you know, to, to just sit at home and, you know, a, a lot of people be like, Oh, why, you know, why wouldn't you do that? But, you know, you wanted to, you still wanted to go, you know, hit the roads and, you know, make yeah. the towns and, you know, do you because it's a passion it's what you love and you know you're you're still able to you know share that knowledge and and you still have some gas in the tank you know what i mean there's yeah so i wanted to kind of ask you you know what are some of the things that you you do to share with the up-and-coming talent and what are some of your goals as a professional wrestler to finish out your career um you know just with wwe I, i i was um on uh a podcast with the good brothers and um um just to make sure it's clear that i i didn't leave wwe to say right. oh f you 
Right. Like I was, I was happy that they wanted to resign me. I was happy. Yeah. Um, and the reason why they would have me at home and not on, uh, on the road as much is because they had so many people under contract, they have to rotate. And it's only fair because people sure. want to get on the road. And I like being on the road every weekend. Sure. Um, you know, so um, it, I was miserable staying at home. And, right. you know, um, money to stay at home, you know, it wasn't um, – it, it, it would make – I started to get miserable, you know, staying right. at home um, because I knew I couldn't find the next Rock or the next Austin or Cena or, you know, or CM Punk or, you know. Um, so I'd rather – you know, work with Impact, which, you know, they've been great. And since I joined up with them in 2019, I mean, look at their, their, their roster, Mm -hmm. how it's growing, you know, great young talent, great uh, veteran talent, great, you know, talent that's, you know, just, it seems like, you know, the, uh, you can see the, uh, the rise and, uh, you know, it's like putting together a championship, uh, baseball team or a football yeah. team you know um so it was never like oh i'm i'm one up in you i was I, like i got along with everybody there yeah. one thing I, I i wish i could have done is you know thank vince for you know giving me the opportunity sure. um you know and, and and i did enjoy myself and yeah. that's one thing i try to tell people you know when you get where you want to go whether it's AEW, impact wwe or japan take a step back and just take a deep breath and enjoy it, you know, be like, Oh, okay. I'm here. You know, and you yeah. walk into that arena for WrestleMania or whatever it may be, or the Tokyo dome, you know, just look around and just go, you know, take a deep breath and enjoy it, you know, right. um, yeah. you know, but it's also like, I like working with the younger talent and some of the guys I, I meet on the independent team, um, you know, they just want to work locally you know, and have fun at it, build a, build a little promotion where they can, um, you know, help out younger talent, you know, and as they grow in their profession, they can, you know, say, Oh, I was, I was kind of a little piece of that puzzle to help that guy, you know? So, but, um, I recommend, you know, never give up, you know, there's going to be a lot of obstacles. Like Arnold said, um, you know, he failed more than he succeeded. Mm -hmm. When he succeeded, he succeeded hard, you know? Um, so, um, but you know, and you're going to get a lot of negative people that might, you know, talk about wrestling, like, but they don't even watch it, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. when I was getting into it, you know, it was, uh, you know, you really didn't know there was no internet right. where you can search schools and you know, right. a lot of things were still kayfabe and sure. You know, so it wasn't, you know, so you're just kind of like thinking, you know, like, okay, well, oh, there's a school here, there's a school there. Okay, which one should I go to, you know, and stuff like that. And then, you know, just breaking in. and Yeah, so it was a little more difficult. And people are coming up to you going, you need to take acting classes. It's like, yeah. really? Like, I've never <laughs> taken an acting class. Right. No one has right. ever known of anybody to take acting classes. Right. So, yeah. Or wrestling, you know, so. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. I answered your question. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, more. I mean, yeah. It's just I'm still, still in shock a little bit that I'm, you know, getting to sit here and hang well, out with you. Know Rob? How do you know Rob? So I actually I worked with Rob for like ten years. Um, okay. Uh, we worked at a car dealership together, and uh, yeah, and we just he 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 left probably I don't know maybe 
six years ago, five years ago, something like that. And I had, uh, you know, we did, we just stayed in contact, you know, cause he was, he was always a really good friend of mine. And then of course I just moved down here to Florida, uh, almost a year ago now. So, but yeah. you know, we still, still, still stay in contact. So I'm actually going to text him after, after the show and let him know we, we finally got it done. So <laughs> I picked up the rudder cause I, 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 he didn't have the rudder for the lineman. So okay. he set him in his, um, on the porch in this, um, little like box that he had on his, uh, at, like a cottage, you yeah. know, in Ohio, Marblehead. Yep. Tell him I found the spare key and I went in and made myself at home for like an afternoon. He might have to clean <laughs> okay. the shit all over the place. Just tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> he, might, he might need a plunger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely let him know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Over there. So. Right. <laughs> Uh, now you said you uh you 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 never t- uh took any acting classes or anything like that but i am aware of a film project uh, oh, okay. that you work <laughs> on with actually someone that i i know uh named uh james balsamo um, oh, okay. and uh there's a a production called 14 ghosts that mm-hmm. you're part of uh i don't know like is is acting something like like being in like, you know, kind of some of these like independent films or anything like that, like something that you're interested in doing more of, or is it just kind of based off opportunities or. I think, um, I think independent films. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I can play, you know, that's not a far stretch for me. Um, you know, if I can lend my, um, you know, the, I don't want to say name. Um, uh, if I can lend, you know, the, the, um, years of wrestling you know like people um you know do the film and you know and and help them out and you know and um yeah that would be cool you know especially if it's local or or something uh i'm a big fan of um uh horror movies you know yeah so um, (laughs) all that stuff is really cool to me i I watch hln uh forensic files all the time what do you got oh is that jason a lot of Jasons. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I got Michael Myers. I was gonna say now yeah, we're big. talking Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big horror movie guy. I got a little more brown sugar on mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I didn't get into uh, horror movies until uh, I want to say like oh six, oh seven. Okay. And sure. I started watching Ghost Hunters on. Um, okay. I think it was on the Sci Fi Network at that time, but um. And then I started getting into like I don't know the the first Michael Myers is like to me that's you know I I, I always like what's that it's the pinnacle yeah you and know, then the slasher then, films and you know just right. yeah uh, it, the birth yeah. of it yeah yep and then um you know what's cool is like the Rob Zombie films mm-hmm. you know they're a little a little gory um yeah. more gory than I like the su- suspense. Sure. But I like how he's got like the '60s and '70s throw to it. Yes, you know? and I'm a big '60s '70s mark, you know, style okay. and all that. Yeah, so um, I kind of like that. And then, um, uh, and then Tyler Maine, um, mm-hmm. the one that played Jason, I had met uh, him. Michael. Yeah, Michael. That's what yeah. I meant. Um, but big uh, Sky. Then, what's that? Big Sky, former oh, yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was a wrestler. And then, uh, so we had him on our podcast, and then I did it at the uh, Hazard Fest, and he was signing there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just shooting the shit with him, and, like, what a great dude. And, I mean, yeah. he's, he's been in films for 
forever, you know, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. And oh, yeah. uh, what a great guy. And, you know, just a real humble guy and just mm-hmm. down to earth. And yeah. I like him as that Michael Myers, too. Very good. Just, yeah. um, at first, I didn't think I would like it, but I, I like the, the size and intimidating factor and like mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's twist on it. And it, yeah, I, I really like those films, too. So. Nice. But the only Michael, the only Halloween I didn't like was three when they didn't have Michael Myers. Season sure. of the Witch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it and I understood yeah. it, but yep. I, I need Michael Myers, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No, that's a, that's a pretty common consensus type of yeah. thing. Yeah. But I get what they were trying to go for. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But, no, it makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? You know, yep. So. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, have so, you guys seen the what? What was the? Oh, shoot! It's with Art the Clown. Um, oh, uh, Terrifier. Yeah, yeah. Terrifier. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The the late the last one. There's one coming out, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, we had him on our our podcast, and what a great movie! Yeah, like my buddy, and, uh, I ended up uh, buying it and watching it, and then uh, I mean for uh, uh, um. You know, it's not just your typical killer clown or whatever, but right. um, but I liked it because he didn't say anything. Yeah, you know? and and I think it was great on his part too. But I can't wait to watch the new one. Yeah, I don't for sure. Yet, but no, yeah. it's not. No, yeah. it'll and be out later this year, I think. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, it's funny because I'll send the gifts with uh, that lady in the you know when <laughs> in the um like in the diner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then she's doing the selfies and stuff. And I'll, send those, I'll send those to chicks to weird them out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy is they're not really into horror films and they're not weirded out. So oh. now I'm weirded out because they're not weirded out. Right. <laughs> they're all That's into the it. Like, oh, yeah. like, oh, wait a minute. Never mind. Right, not right. Interested. Have enough forensic files to say, that girl might not be the one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, I'm going to end up being an episode on Forensic Files. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, so since we are a, a big part of the uh, you know, Major Wrestling Figure podcast community, let's talk a little bit about you and your uh, relationships with Brian Myers, Matt Cardona. Now, you were part of um, a big part of uh, Brian's Extreme Conversations uh podcast which was really cool to hear like so many um perspectives on mm-hmm. um unique stories within you know right. the company that you don't really get to hear a lot um so i don't know let's let's um you know talk about brian a little bit well he's so talented you know and uh just um listening to him um talk about wrestling in the locker room and and uh just watching him work and stuff and he gets it you know he's going to be one of those guys um after he decides you know when to hang up the boots um not only is he very important in the ring but he's going to be very important outside of the ring too whether i don't know if he wants i know he has a school and all that stuff um whether he wants to train people uh produce um beyond the creative um, or even be uh, talent relations, you know, Um, he's very well educated. So um, just, you know, and he gets it, you know, he, he gets the wrestling business and he realizes there's more to learn. You know, you never stop learning. Mm 
Yeah. Um, right. You know, so, and he's a great guy to hang out with, he, too. He really is. Yeah. yeah. And he would have been really good in ECW. I, I think yeah. he would have mm-hmm. been a, oh. a Lance Storm, because in the locker room, Lance Storm was, yeah. um, you know, just show up, work, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't think Lance Storm ever drank a beer. I've never. It was Cracker Barrel, the gym, and then wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, um, I think uh, Myers would have been like uh, Cracker Barrel workout uh, wrestling, and then maybe have a beer or two with some of the guys. You know. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, uh, you know, on on cheat nights, you know, when you have that sure. cheat mm. meal, you know. So, anyways, uh, but I I think he would have fit really really well in ECW, and oh, yeah. especially being from that area too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's he's a great dude, and uh, I love the fact that they have a passion for uh, the action figures too. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's a big community too. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it spawned a whole podcast about it. You know, like <laughs> right. with us, you know, yeah. where there's yeah. so many, you know, uh, name people within the community that like they talk about so much on on their show um, yeah. that it's like we are kind of that outlet to get more of those types of people known and their stories out there. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty insane what they've done with, with building that community and stuff. So right now, um, do you guys, uh, do you guys collect action figures wrestling? Oh yeah. I was trying to look. Oh yeah. I got it. What's the most expensive action figure you've seen? Oh. One, two, three, deal? kid. Probably. Yeah, probably really? Hasbro. Like here. I don't know. I don't, if- that's like one that I'm missing. But like, do you remember these, the Hasbros? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was, was a, a one. Oh, here. I'll show you one of a kind. Ooh, okay. One of a kind. Oh, baby. Here we go. Oh, baby. This is Patreon exclusive, folks. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're not if you're not joined, just at least join now. Let's take a look. It was it is a Rhino Santa Claus. Oh wow! Oh, that's right the right oh, San Francisco toy makers. Okay, and, and they that, turned it into you. an ornament. Well, yeah, my my cousin did back in '99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a custom. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's a custom, but yeah, yeah that's so awesome. It it was funny, and you know, yeah. I've uh, well, that came out in '99, so right. that was probably like 2000. So. Yeah. I was sitting on my table, so <laughs> yeah, because I awesome. still have my Christmas tree up, so yeah. hey, I can do that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, like they said, the uh, the one two three kid. Um, it. I mean, how much does it go uh, for roughly? It's well, like right hundred bucks ish. I think you can get a you can get a loose one for probably like five. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, I there's there's way more action figures than that that are way more expensive because like I know Matt like has that Jackson rhythm and blues. Like well, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. That thing, I think he paid like twenty grand. But that's for a prototype. It. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah. The pro. I think he told me about that. Yeah. 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 And then there's um, the like the Kamala Moon Belly. That thing's probably fifteen, eighteen grand now. I, I don't even know what those are going for, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like weird variant or prototype stuff, but you know, that stuff is, it was never really meant to get out there. So like right. the mass produced stuff, like, yeah, that one, two, three kid is quite up or there. The, like, and the mail aways are up there too. The Hasbro mail aways in the bags. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very interesting, uh, you know, community. I mean, just like with anything, you know, that's collectible, um, right. 
the prices go up there quite it's high. Like this uh, Ultimate Edition Shawn Michaels. Oh, that from, goes for a lot of money. This is this thing's going for like two hundred bucks. I think. Yeah. yeah, I well that mint on card. I mean, loose. It's still probably 100, 125 like, I bet. It's like this so. one too. The um NWO Macho yeah. is like a three hundred, four hundred dollar like mint on card figure now because it was yeah. a ringside exclusive. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like like a lot of these like this was like thirty bucks in the store. You know, so if you buy like ten of them now, you know you got you could sell the other investment. nine for you know yeah yeah. So I mean, it definitely it's it's definitely an investment. I mean. At least that's what well, I tell my wife. But um, right, right. It, you know, uh, my buddy, um, he, uh, I went into his uh, house one time, and he had yeah. a whole room just, and he had boxes, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, had, it was funny because he goes, uh, this was back in, I want to say, two thousand and four, okay. and I was doing, it was uh, the road to WrestleMania, and I was doing yeah. a signing with, uh, um, uh, maybe it was two thousand five or two thousand four. I was doing a signing. Um, no, it was 05. I was doing a signing with Hillbilly Jim. And it was one of the uh uh one of the one of his action figures. The LJN. The LJN. Like the big rubbery ones. Uh no, it wasn't an old one, but it was like oh, a okay. or something like that. Oh okay. sure. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Those, yeah, yeah. Not not one of those. It's but, probably uh, a classic super Jack's classic superstar. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh anyways, uh so I, I had him sign. He goes, Hey, can you have him sign it? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. And uh I ended up having him sign it. Um and he had two. He had one that wasn't signed that he hung up on the wall and one that he said yeah. signed and stuff, but yeah, I, I looked around. I'm like, holy shit, you know. I'm yeah. like, now I know why you're not married. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was literally an entire room. Oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. We all yeah, have our, our toy rooms here. Yeah, a lot of us have that kind but, of thing. Uh, that, yeah. that, that story you just told uh, once reminds me of a, a story that Brian mm, has told many with times. With Raleigh I, Allen, I, yeah, I want to bring up to you. I don't know if you remember <laughs> this or not, but um, I just heard the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So Raleigh, so, please, so, uh, please tell it. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. So I, you got, you were at a convention, um, you know, doing. No, I, I was know. at a wrestling show. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wrestling yeah. show, and then afterwards you were doing signings, gimmicks, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then Brian, I guess, was he was there, and he had a figure that he wanted you to sign, but he was embarrassed to, right. you know, come up and be like, "Hey, can you sign this for me?" So he sent Raleigh over. Well. For those who don't know Raleigh, he's just a big New Yorker who doesn't give a fuck, you know. So, <laughs> so from what what I'd heard, he just walked over, like, "Hey, you gonna sign this fucking dollar? What, man?" <laughs> and yeah. and uh, well, I don't no, know. Well, what happened was is, um, you know, and I I don't mind. Like Brian should have just came over and said, "Hey, I collect them. Can you sign?" Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like I don't mind signing something, you know, and then. Uh, um, and then, you know, like if you sign it blue or whatever, like if people are going to, you know, turn around and sell it and make money, you know, I'd rather not, but right. it is what it is. So yeah. the guy asked me to sign it. Right. And yeah. then uh, I guess I didn't charge him. Right. You know, right. Um, but if he was going to sell it, you know, I was at least going to charge him for an autograph. And Right. So anyways, I was doing the meet and greet or I was at intermission and Brian told me he was sitting up there watching. You yeah. know, and like Davis talking, he's like, "Oh, right. you know, is he gonna get the autograph?" And then he see, sees me sign it, right? And then I guess the guy walked up, right? Because I was questioning him. You know, right. are you gonna sell it? You know, or what? Yeah. You know? yeah. What are you doing? And then yeah. uh, he comes up. He's like, "There's your doll." <laughs> 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 figure sign. 
You know, you know like I almost got in an argument with Rhino or right, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but it was funny because um, uh, it was faded a little bit, right? So okay. I guess he wiped it off, and I just signed it again. From oh, Rhino. oh, that's Rhino. awesome! Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I think it was, it was a ECW one. I think it was the mm-hmm. second one that came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Sense. I love that. <laughs> I'm on the hunt for that. Well, he come down and say, he's like, well, I was kind of embarrassed and stuff. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, because, yeah. like, uh, I would have taken him double. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was in WWE at the time. So, right. well, he right. was. I would have charged him double. You, know? <laughs> you can afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, I mean, I talk about it all the time. You know, I used to be embarrassed to walk down the toy aisle and looking for action figures you know i'm a grown man and i'm like uh you know pretending i'm buying them for my nephew or something and right. i'm like literally talking out loud like oh my nephew will love love, love this you know but, <laughs> but uh you know there's like not even anybody around me it's just in case but uh right you know right. nowadays like we don't care it's just you know it's yeah. it's so that that's one thing that this uh pod the the community has done now it's just like it's okay to be yourself and like collect action figures or what you know what i mean so I so think I think now that people know they're they're not just for playing, you know, right. for collecting. Right. Too. Yeah, right. And um, um, like I used to always go to the toy aisle just to see yeah. if they had my action figure, yeah. right? And uh, so like we would walk in, and then I, you know, when I was married, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to the toy section, you know. Yeah. And then I'd always look, and they didn't have it, and I'm like, uh, but I would always go, right? right. But right. I wasn't embarrassed, you know. Right. Yeah, um, but I never thought about that. You know, like I just assumed they they figured you were there buying for your kid. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but it's, okay, it's, if a kid went to grab my action figure and there was one left, I would stiff arm him and push him. Gore, <laughs> right, right in the aisle six. Sorry, kid. Because they would never send. I don't know what it was, but I would with WWE. They would send me six of them. Okay. You know, and. uh the last time, but before they never sent them to you. Like I, wow. I, um, the, the first one, this one in ECW yeah. that came out in 99, I've got, um, only because of Tommy dreamer. I, he, he had a box of them and I think there, there was like, um, either, uh, 16 or 24. And I gave away half of them throughout the yeah. years, you know, sure. to sign like some kids. And I think I, might have six left, but, uh, wow. yeah, but it, it was, a. I, I remember it was, um, we're out in New York and it might've been in November of actually it was, it was November, um, of, uh, 2000 okay. and he's like, Hey, we stopped by his house for whatever reason. It's like, Hey, uh, there are a box of your action figures. You want, you want them? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know? So yeah. anyways, uh, um, so I just checked them you know, on the plane to get home, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, it still has the sticker check thing on the box. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, but uh, no, anyways, um, but yeah, I never, um, I was never able to, like, if I found one in a store, I'd pick one up, you know, mm-hmm. you either give away or, or you know, um, yeah. I try to have one, at least one of each, you know? So, but there's a couple I don't have. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to go down the the rhino rabbit hole, and I, that that's that's what because like we all talk about, um, you know, like a specific wrestler that you know we've looked up to or whatever that we want to have like an action figure of, and I think I think uh, you know uh, I was always gonna do Giant Gonzalez because 
I just I always I for some reason like I just I love John Gonzalez, but uh but but yeah. he's only got like you know four or five action figures. I mean there's not a ton, you know, so it's it's easy to accomplish, but like I think I, I would like to go to down the rhino rabbit hole. I think you that'd should. be nice. yeah, no, really cool to do. And I would like to get an original um San Francisco toys. Uh you know, What's one the, and the, the ECW. ECW. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what those yeah, that, ones are, that, yeah. Yep. That's what I want to do, and I'm gonna I want to somehow uh, catch you at a signing or something, and then have you personalize it. You know, I th- I think yeah. that'd be really cool to do. Um, um, no, but I I actually thought they did a good job on those. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, especially. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say for being you know 22 years ago. I mean that is really lifelike, you know, for, for, mm-hmm. for that time period, you know, they, like they really didn't work doing, I mean, they did computer scans, but it wasn't like how it is today, you know? So right, right. I think they really did a nice job on those, especially yeah, with all the articulated off the pictures. I remember when they, Oh yeah. Raven. I remember when they took the pictures for it. Um, yeah. Cause I, it, here's a, here's a little, um, a little um, useless information, but I started to grow a beard. Right. right? And I, I never wanted to have a beard. Yeah. And uh, like back then, it took me a while to, you know, yeah. <laughs> fill it in. <laughs> it still does, right? But yeah. um, anyways, uh, so uh, it was at the ECW arena and I'm like, well, shit, like if I, if you take a picture, well, you know, they're like, whatever it looks like, you know, so if you want to shave, go ahead. So I went up in that little bathroom and I took a Bic razor yeah. and I'm shaving it. I shaved it into the goatee. And if nice. you look on there. I had a uh, eye piercing, and there's the eye piercing in there too. Oh yeah, wow! My right eye, you can see it. It ended up getting ripped out, like Oof. everybody's, you know. Yeah, but yeah, you could see that little piercing. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna have but to. No, did you guys ever get into GI Joe or anything like that? So I had a few. I mean, I, I was born in '83. So okay. I had I had a couple you know GI Joes and um, you know I I remember you know obviously Sergeant Slaughter I remember because I was like a huge wrestling nut uh, you know in the in the 80s so um, I remember Sergeant Slaughter and I was always like looking for a GI Joe Sergeant Slaughter you know yeah. and I don't know if they ever really made one at that really came out in the stores because okay. I know there were there was well I'm just trying to think because like now you know away one yeah. there's just the mail away one you know but i i just assumed there was you know because there was gi joe's in the store and i saw or you know i saw sergeant slaughter on the cartoon you know so i would remember like oh you know he, he's got to be at the store and I, i'd always look for him and i never found him but now i think it was just just the mail away ljn that I mean, obviously i didn't know how to do a mail away as a kid so right. you know <laughs> right. i think my buddy um he bought a bunch of those uh, GI Joes from that time, like right. they were all loose, right, in a box. Right. And I think he bought them at a garage sale for like eight bucks. Wow! And I want to say it had a Sergeant Slaughter in there. Yeah, it, there that. very well might have been. I just I don't. I never yeah. really like got into, especially now. Like I he only sold it to me I, because I because I, oh. um, he, he like he. He was selling them piece by piece, right? Okay. Yeah. And at that time, he was. Um, I think he might have held out. I got a call, but yeah. um, he uh, like at that time he made like eight hundred dollars off of that eight. Wow. You know, eight dollar per. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but he would sell a little bit here and a little bit there, you know. Right. And uh, you know, just as like a, a little 
you know, and, and there were a lot of them were in great shape, you know. Yeah. I was so, just hypnotized by the uh, the hovercraft because it had oh, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, I remember that. So yeah. there was a Sergeant Slaughter that came out in uh, 1985. It was a, looks like okay. it was a mail away as well as in a bag. So, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, was wow. it? Yeah, okay. that looked like the one. I got a call. See, I yeah. think he kept that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, um, yeah, I got the hovercraft for for Christmas one year. It might have been in '85, I wow. think. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, that just blew my mind. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not want to go to sleep that night. Yeah. yeah I just put it together, and yeah. yeah. Was, you, brother, you were you were already boating as a young kid. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> but, my brother uh, had the space station in in the '80s. The big giant like. G.I. Joe space station. It had like the shuttle that comes out of it. It was like oh, huge. Really? I don't remember that. If I seen a picture of it, I'd remember yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I always liked those. I liked the one sailor. He had the um, uh, parrot. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, shipwreck. Yeah. Yes. I used to um, build like a, a Lincoln log house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I used to use the little, yeah. As a kid, yeah, we didn't have a lot, but you know, you'd build up your little collection and stuff. Yeah. I think my mom, um, uh, she still, I think she kept all that stuff and yeah. whatever. I think my brother has it when she passed away, like all that stuff she just sent over to his house or yeah. uh, they took it over to their yeah. house. I think, yeah, I think I remember that. Huh. I remember yeah, like the snowmobiles huge. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like all that stuff, like the Arctic cat and. I think that's what it was. Oh called. yeah, yeah. Really cool with my. And then when I, what really blew my mind when I was a kid, is like you know the older generation. They're like, oh yeah, back in the sixties, they were like tall, oh, twelve inch, right? Like, yeah. Get out of here, right? It just didn't make any sense. How could you yeah. like? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I watch uh, the History Channel, the, the the toys that built America, and they yeah. were talking about that. Yeah, so, <laughs> but he's cool. got that kung fu grip. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy the way. I mean, you remember, know. I don't know. You guys are probably uh, too young, but they had Godzilla, you know, and he had a little tongue. You yes. push a le- le- uh, lever, and the tongue would come out. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> and it was on rollers too. I was watching um, American Pickers, and they had okay. one, and yeah. uh, I was like, "Oh, I remember that as a kid." We had <laughs> yeah. actually, it was my brothers. Yeah, my older brother had that because we were into Godzilla and stuff. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's anyways, awesome. Too bad they didn't make movies of Godzilla like they do now, you know, right. back then. It, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I love those old Godzilla movies from the 60s, like, you know, Mothra. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, I love those movies. I love watching them. Guys yeah, in the same. suits, you know, destroying yep. buildings. <laughs> now, I'm a big King Kong guy. So, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Now, how many of the King Kong movies do they have? The newer ones, of of the new ones, just two. Okay, okay. like that came out with this within the last couple of years. Skull Island, Skull Island, and then then versus Godzilla. Yeah, Yeah. just those two. Godzilla. Yeah. What about now? What about uh, Godzilla? How many movies do they have? Of the new ones, three. I think there's three. Three. Yeah. 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 I gotta catch up on those. Those are really good. The the, the latest one. Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, they man. have, uh, it was pretty they have, cool. They have spoiler alert: the Mecha Godzilla is in it too. Yeah. Oh, really? So okay. they're all three. They're fighting. It's it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's yeah, like, it's 
Yeah, and, but and you got to you got to watch them all in order because like I didn't realize they all that connect. they all went together. Like they, you yeah. know, one I think the first one came out in like what 05 or something like that. No, it came out like, in like 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay, I must be thinking of something else, but yeah, that yeah, and then it was like seventeen. I think Skull Island or eighteen came out, something so, whatever. Like that, it was. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. They and then I didn't realize that they all went together until I saw like the what was the name of the group? It was third with the M. It, oh, um, oh, uh, I you know, know what you're talking about. Of course, yeah, I can't think <laughs> like of the right M now, group, but, whatever. But yeah, yeah they, they're like all associated, and they're yeah. I didn't realize it, but yeah, it's it's badass. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a cool ass. They're cool ass movie series. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, what um, uh, have you guys ever? I think it's Blue Oyster Cult that uh, that yeah, sang that movie yeah. Godzilla. Yep. Go, 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 yeah, Godzilla. Godzilla. Yes. Yep. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that in a minute. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> badass song, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I if I was a wrestler, I would come out to that. <laughs> oh, a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there goes Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I might give that to someone. You should. You <laughs> totally should. Yeah. Yeah. You, so, yeah, we can talk about it a little bit if you want. You have your own um, uh, organization uh, promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some promotion. Yeah. So, is it is it a promotion like slash training facility? Do you do training, or is it no. just your own promo? Okay. Yeah. Um, just so. Um, you know, I would run shows here and there, you know, sure. charity shows and stuff. And then okay. I ran a few, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, I was always blessed to do, you know, uh, to, to not lose anyone. Um, sure. You know, right. so then when I moved down here to Monroe, um, a buddy of mine, he uh, he does the Monroe Pop Fest. It's like the Comic-Con. But, sure. Um, and uh, he really built that. He built that. And uh, um, so... You know, he's really good at, you know, like I could book the town and do all that but um, and help promote it. But he's really good at promoting and getting the flyers out, and getting the posters oh, sure. and businesses because he has a lot of connections. So um, and he's good at setting up uh, ticket sales online and all that. And uh, we, we became a legit business, you know, an LLC. So mm -hmm. right. um, I don't think the guys are going to like that. They're getting paychecks now. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> but, no more but under the, in the long no run under the table. right well it's it's well what we would do is we would pay them cash and then we'd pay the taxes off of that so oh, sure in order to grow the the company um you know it, it's they're responsible for the taxes so but it, you know they've got to understand that they can write off you know like the right. write-offs and stuff when well and if anything to it it helps them like if if they do get bigger opportunities, it helps right. them prepare for that. Right, right, exactly. So you're, kind of, you're kind of schooling in a sense as right. well. In, yeah, <laughs> in the business part of it. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and so, that's so important um, too. Right, right. I remember the whole thing about saving receipts and yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and turning into your tax guy. And I, I love doing that because I, yeah. I still save my receipts and add up this and that. And I go to my tax guy and I sit down with them and, you know, but um, but with the wrestling promotion, you know, we just had our uh, um, anniversary show, uh, two years since we've been doing it here. Congratulations! Um, but thank you. And then, uh, like with the pandemic, we only did like two in 2020. You know, and they were right. outside, um, and they were actually at the marina. So, um, so anyways, um, we run at the FOP, and uh, we usually pack about 300 people, three, three, three. 
uh, 50, but uh, we had uh, over 400 last time. Wow. So our last show, so we had Hornswoggle and Dreamer. Um, nice. We had uh, uh, Connor from Ascension. So okay, yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's so talented, and he, it, I call it Insane Wrestling Revolution IWR. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it it's one of those things where you have fun with it, and uh, you know, and everybody. I start at seven thirty, and we're done by nine. You know, That's so fun. you're just we do the first three rows. They have VIP matches from six thirty to seven. Seven oh, wow. to seven thirty, we let people in. Seven thirty, we're starting with the first match. So if, yeah, and it, it's nice because it's good parking. It's close. You can get in, get out, and all that stuff. You and we go Thursdays. So nice. You know, you have enough time to get your kids home and in mm-hmm. bed. By that time, they're wound down and they're tired and they're ready to yeah. sleep. And yeah, getting a good night's sleep and ready for school. But I um, I, I think we finished this last show at like nine twenty. But oh, it was wow. um, during Christmas break, so yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So nobody it's still really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was great, man. He oh, was good. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've 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 hung out with him a history few, with, quite a few with times. <laughs> oh, man, right, right. But if, you, awesome. if anybody's interested in looking up some of the matches, um, I just had Trey and uh, we had Trey and uh, um, Chris Saban wrestle for the uh, television title. Oh wow, and, cool. And, uh, Heath Slater and I are wrestling uh, DTA. Um, oh. February seventeenth uh, okay. for the titles, and then uh, um, we're going to announce the heavyweight title match. So um, awesome. they were crowned the first uh, champion. So we're going to have matches for the other two titles. So that's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I know. Um, pretty cool. We yeah. um, we got to talk to uh, Sam Beal recently, and so I know oh, that yeah. he worked your show as well. And he's yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. he's a he's a cool cool guy yeah yeah he always uh you know he's in toledo and he's just very talented and he um he wrestles at uh well he he broke in at skull and uh uh crossbones wrestling school in toledo and uh trey works out with guys there and he's Mm -hmm. one of the trainers and stuff and there's a couple different trainers but um that's a good wrestling school i i just don't have the time nor um i'm better at okay you know you've already accomplished A, B, and C. You right. know, to take you through, you know, some more of the alphabet. Um, right. I, I don't really enjoy um, the step-by-step, you know. Right. Um, I, I like doing seminars here and there. Um, but uh, it, it's one of those things where, okay, w- what do you need to do next, you know, to get right. you to here? To the next level, level, yeah. And I always point out the the good things they've done, it, you know, when I watch a match. Sure. And then uh, what they need to work on. Some guys are like, well, this, this, and this look like shit. You need to work on it. Well, the guy just left, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. So it's always good to point out, you know, the the things they did right to help them out. Build up their confidence a little bit and let them know that they're doing a good job. I mean, it's just like when you're at a regular job and your boss just walks up like, hey, man, you're doing a great job. Yeah. But, uh you know, you left you left this loose or whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm doing a good job. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, things you need to work on. Right, right, right. <laughs> right here, here, and here, but work on this, this, this. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. But no, it just it, it gives a good atmosphere too, and uh, I like our shows because uh, you know they're 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 straight to the point. You know, and, and Monroe's a great town. Um, they're really excited. You know, the the fans are excited to be there. And, uh, you know, the VIP matches, you know, we would just usually do the first two, 
rows, you know, um, but now we added third row. So, you know, the guys are wrestling in front of about 150 people for the first, you know, the first, we do three matches for the VIP now. So, um, you know, so it's, it's cool, you know, and then we let the rest of the people in for general mission. So, yeah. So, but no, it sounds like a a really fun and uh, efficient show. Yeah, right, so right. That's, that's, that's really one cool. Thing I noticed is uh, I try to like uh, um, our Mark Roberts, our ring announcer. He knows, you know, when that match is over with, you know, he by the ring, and then right as it, you know, the guys walking down the aisle to go through the curtain, you know, he's uh, he's in the ring, and right when he breaks the curtain, our next match. Because if you noticed on a lot of wrestling shows, there's a lot of time in between that that all adds up you know oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. um you know you got to keep it right and you got to keep it tight too yeah. so mm-hmm. that's great you don't want people going oh man that was fun i liked it but it was too long right you know? so yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i mean if you take five minutes in between each match i mean that and yeah. you know that, that could be 30 40 minutes it right. adds right. up you know so right yeah. we usually do five matches on the right. the um you know show so if we have to trim one you know we will or you know we have to add one or right. you know so, yeah. i mean there's enough people there so yeah yeah you can make it make it all work out no that's yeah. awesome um it's great because uh you know we run at the fop and they're just happy to have us there you know and they, yeah. they get the bar and all that stuff and you know and they they enjoy themselves and it's really cool is they're putting up the posters on each show in their little bar right. <laughs> yeah. yeah and they're just you know we break tables and we <laughs> The people and they haven't said anything. I'm like, man, if you don't reel us in, we're gonna keep going. Right. <laughs> we do, we do not like uh, use flaming tables just because okay. it's a small building. Yeah, yeah, it, it can that, that can spread, spread really quick. <laughs> yeah. Now, if someone fights outside, that's oh, a whole different yeah. story. <laughs> Far enough away from the building, that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So no, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you you just recently wrestled Matt Cardona in Detroit. Yeah, and, uh, yep. you know, talk talk about a little bit of that. Like, you know, he uh, he claims he's the new ECW TV champion. I mean, yeah. what's 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 going on here? <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. You know, I, I I didn't really know too much about that. You know, and, sure. uh, and I'm like, with all the money you make, you could have you know gotten a better title than uh, a replica one right you know, <laughs> what'd you buy that for a hundred bucks on right. ebay or something? so yeah, here's well, here's the he, full yeah. disclosure he uh he asked our community does anybody have one i can use <laughs> oh well you know yeah. i think it oh okay so he didn't uh even buy it I'm not, uh, I'm not sure if he got one or not from okay, someone yeah. specifically, but that's, he yeah. was looking for he was one. Looking. <laughs> well, you know, the, there's a lot of great things about that match. Um, it, it was in Detroit. It was at um, 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 Harpo's. Harpo's. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first time they ever had wrestling there. Wow. And wow. Like, all the bands went through there. Okay. You know the hair bands and the yeah, eighty. Yeah. No, our 90s. good friend uh, AJ, his uh, his yeah. dad used to tour and played there back in the day. So yeah. And yeah. they were there. They said they uh, they met you for a little bit, and you uh, splashed uh, Bobby with a beer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we were playing to the club, but um, it was packed. It was for uh, uh, 
um, Game Changer Wrestling. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, you know, someone started, you know, cheering really loud in this section. So I pointed at them, and then I started pointing over. Yeah. And then they started cheering, right? You know, and I, I like to be really interactive with the crowd. Which I, I want to bring that up to you in a little bit, but go ahead. But I, you know, I always like a goal. I don't really have a bucket list, uh, more or less goals. But if I had a bucket list, this would be on the top because I'm a big Tigers fan and I had season tickets for years and um, but uh, it, partial season tickets. So anyways, um, I always wanted to start the wave. Like, all right, guys, we're going to start the wave. Yeah. We're going to go that way. Right. But I, I really didn't want to seem like a showboat or whatever. So right. I never really started it. So I like I don't know why it came to me, but when I was pointing and they were cheering, I'm like, let's start the wave. I go, we'll start it right there. So <laughs> and they did. Yeah. And, and the crowd, I don't know if it, you could see it on 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 uh, the pay per view, yeah. but they just kept on doing the wave. Oh, yeah. And then, like you know. We got to, you know, we got to get into the meat and bones of this, you know, and get wrestling and stuff. And and, uh, they kept doing it. I'm like, why don't we finish it with, I'm trying to think of a way to to stop the wave, right? Right. And uh, why don't we stop it and just give them a big, you know, double finger, right? Right. You know, it's a little aggressive crowd where you can. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, (laughs) so anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm like, that was, that was really cool. I was able to. You know, go to Harpo's for the first time, right. you know, wrestle for uh, uh, GCW and then uh, um, and and get the people to do the wave. Yeah. And yeah. I know <laughs> the wave is really common in wrestling, but right. you know, hopefully it does become a thing in wrestling. Yeah, I think yeah. it will, man. I mean, especially now because I they even the commentators were even saying that, you know, this is the first time in, you know, at least GCW history that the the wave has ever been started in a crowd. You know, this is crazy. Right. So, right. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I, I think it's definitely going to catch on, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it was just fun because, oh, yeah. like, some of the guys were, you know, standing up and doing the double bird to Matt as yeah. they said oh yeah <laughs> and hopefully in New York they'll do that and then you know so right. yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways yeah that, that was pretty funny and, and hopefully it'll be you know one of their things that you know fans will do at their yeah. shows because I, I, I really um I've always enjoyed um you know when you're interacting with the crowd because right. you can go to a baseball game and yell at the pitcher yell at the first baseman and you know they hear you but they're told right. to ignore you which is understandable um, but always in wrestling, you know, granted you're out there, you know, you're, 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 you know, in the match and everything. Right. But I think sometimes when you look at a fan and make eye contact with them and tell them to shut up or, Hey, I hear you, or, you know, or, um, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, you know, it's something that they'll always remember. You know? So just, I, I wanted to, to talk about that. Like you're so good at picking, picking those moments out. Um, this, this was, well, you were in WWE still, you know, just a, a you know few years back, um, and uh, I think it was like a Monday Night Raw, and mm-hmm. um, I think it was probably you and Heath, um, and so a friend of uh, of mine and I were there, and we were, I mean, we're like a couple balconies up, and yeah. it was uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, and just it was just like the perfect timing, like it just went to commercial or something. <laughs> And yeah. so the crowd was quiet and he is rather loud and he just went, I love you, Rhino. And you turned 
right to where we were. And you went, I love you too, buddy. (laughs) And so we were at, um, hard to not bound for glory. Right. um, In Vegas. Okay. And, um, same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this little callback thing. And we were just like the second row. And I just went, I love you, Rhino. And sure enough, you turn around, you do the same thing. And, um, I did that so I could send it to my friend and he's just like, holy shit. Like, but like that is still for him, like one of the coolest things to ever happen in wrestling. That's awesome. So, Especially um, when you're way up there and the nodes, nodes. Yeah. Are really yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool because, um, you know, I, I, I'm very blessed in a lot of ways in my life. And, and, um, you know, it's funny cause like when Slater and I, we'd wrestled the live events and, yeah. you know, and, and I, I understand a lot of the talent, they put a lot of pressure on and we, as people put a lot of pressure on ourselves, whether it's relationship or parent or work or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was able to really enjoy myself. And then yeah. uh, Heath would always start off and sometimes they would have like nine or 10 matches on a, a, a card. And, you know, they still wanted to stay in a window of, two hours or two and a half to two hours and 45 minutes. Right. Right. So, um, you know, a lot of times we'd get started and he would go out there and start to shine. And he'd ask to tag me in and the place, you know, for whatever reason, I think Rhino is easy to chant. Plus I've been around for a long time. Plus, you know, wrestling's generational. So a lot of the guys and, uh, the, the uh, and the girls that were watching wrestling when they were coming to age and I was wrestling in ECW when I was starting to come up. And then, you know, now that they have kids that are into wrestling and they share that moment, like I'm that tie, you know, and that's a reason why I try not to change my look also, because you kind of want, um, you know, trust me, I never wear my hair down only when I'm wrestling. So I wish I would have cut it years ago, but I don't cut it because you know, that would just be different and weird. Right. And I'm not the yeah. same guy from, you know, 99, you know, 05, you know, till now. So, um, so I keep that, you know, just for the, the kids and, um, you know, that are going there with their parents that watched me way back then. Right. So, but when we would tag getting back to what I was originally starting off with, people would just love me for some reason. And then just chant and chant and chant. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, he, Heath would be, um, you know, getting heat on them and stuff. And then he'd finally make the tag and they would just come up, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, it, it just so much energy in there when the crowd and sometimes it's funny cause Bray Wyatt called me out on it, not in a bad way, but he goes, Oh, you know, cause sometimes I'd turn around and I'd point like macho man, you know, yeah. like how mm, macho yeah. man would look the ropes yeah. and, you know, on the outside and lean yeah. on the top rope little bit you yeah. know you get a little uh um you'd bend your knees a little bit and you know and i'd point at people and you know oh, yeah. no, yeah. he, because you know he is getting heat on them and i'd get the people going right and i i do and uh i come back and brace like oh shades of macho man i go great you know that was like i didn't know if anybody else would get it too right right right, right. And, and as a fan of the macho man i'm just like you know, and, and you're in a WWE ring too, you know, right. and it's just like, you know, like every, that, that child inside of me, you know, and, uh, it, it was just great. Like I would do that not all the time, but a lot of sure. times. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm so glad that like 
you have the wherewithal to be able to do that kind of thing. Like you said, you know, it's like it's in a WWE ring where like, you know, perception is you probably got to take it a little more serious and that kind of stuff. And to be able to still throw in like your own little personal fan moments is that's really cool. It brings it down to earth, (laughs) you know. But uh, also, you know, what was cool is, um, uh, you know, I'd have fun in the locker room, too, you know, as far as, uh, you know, like I would joke with the guys, you know, I would wish them luck, hope they win, you know, and we're wrestling. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Good luck, I hope you win, right? (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's just like, what? (laughs) I got Vince with, uh, because I want to say years ago, Vince would go, how are you, young man? You know, and, uh, you know, I'd hear him say that. I I think so. So he was coming out and I stole that from him. How are you, young man? Now that I'm, you know, uh, probably within the last five years, right? Yeah. So I started saying that. And I'm pretty sure I, I got that from him. So Vince was walking by. I was at a TV, and it was in 2016. I go, how are you, young man? And he, he popped. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he popped. They said that or right. if he popped just because he knew he would say that, right? Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe he still says it to the younger guys, and I'm not a young man anymore. Right, right, right. So, but, <laughs> no, I, I, that popped me, but um, – uh, you know, like on live events too, I would, you know, tell everybody, I'm like, hey, if you want to get a win, you got to hook the leg, right? right. You know, I would always tell people, hook the right. leg, hook the leg, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, just joking around and shit. And uh, yeah. and I think it was The Miz and, and um, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. They were it was for the IC title. And yeah. The Miz had it. And I, I don't know where we were, but the crowd was hot. And, yeah. you know, they were he was hitting them with uh, a move and it was a great match. A lot of uh, um, near falls and people were, they were kicking out and this and that. And there was this one where he hit him with the, uh, uh, maybe a super kick or, or yeah. something. It was big. And then he, he kind of fell on top of him because it was like towards the end of the match. And he just, he fell on top of him and I'm yelling. And I don't know how I had a sheet of paper in my hand, but I look <laughs> like an agent. I'm like, hook the leg, hook the leg. And he's not hooking the leg. And, right. and, I actually thought it was a finish, you oh, know, because okay. it was that good of a match. And, I, and I'm I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to explain he won without hooking the leg, right? right. Yeah. So I look by the monitor, and, and I'm watching the monitor, and there's like this big curtain to go out. It's not the curtain you go out, you know, to, to the, the ring, right. but it was like on the side. So I'm like, hook the leg, hook the leg, and Miz kicked out. Right. Oh, and I'm just, man. I threw the paper down and I went right out of the curtain <laughs> and I yelled because the crowd was off to the side. Right. I go, if you want to win, you got to hook the fucking leg. And everybody <laughs> popping. So I come oh, through the curtain, I grab the paper, I go, see, we'd have a new champion if he would have hooked the leg. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And I don't remember, that just reminds me too. Like, I was at, I don't remember if it was a WWE house show or a TNA house show. You know, back before your current run, and I remember you coming out and like kind of like you were sitting in the crowd, kind of like in a you know a smaller section where there weren't many people. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, coming out and watching and whatever. So like, yeah. I didn't see you, you know yelling at wrestlers no, or no, whatever. I but I do that. that's when I was kind of like you know staying off to my side, you know, sure. just watching and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, no, but that one was just for a comic. And I knew nobody could see me or yeah. hear me. That's right, why right. I did not laugh. And uh, everybody was laughing. But yeah, so no, he was he was a champion doll. 
And I said, now, if he loses a title, it's because he didn't hook the leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But, no, I, I enjoy it. You know, and, and uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're younger, all you have in your mind is go there, you know, um, this, you know, a lot of stress. And, you know, if you can if you can show them to relax a little bit. And sometimes when you relax, you're more creative, too. You know, and, I, you know, and I, you know, go to people individually and say, okay, well, maybe do this or maybe do that or, you know, or go talk to this person or, you know, because you would see a lot of frustration, you know, and, and I understand the frustration because I, I was there years ago when, you know, you think your ideas are the greatest and sometimes you don't know how to pitch ideas or, or get your idea or, or you know, you want to go out there and work a 15 minute match, but you're in a eight man tag, you know, right. and I try to tell people, okay, save your body in this match because trust me, you're going to, you're going to have those matches and they're going to all add up and you're going to be, you know, walking like you're 80 years old because you're hurt, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so, and then I try to, you know, um, smarten people up, you know, and I try to get them to get rid of the frustration, you know, because when you're frustrated, you're just like, F the world and F this and F right. that. It, it gets very toxic then. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be productive, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we yeah. don't want to take advantage of your time too much. Um, if you don't mind, there are a few uh, fan questions okay. and uh, we can start to wrap up if that's cool with you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Cool. Um, so the first one comes from uh, Nicholas Christian. He says, uh, What is your favorite? figure of yourself and what's your dream figure you'd love to have made um you know uh, hasbro galoob um ljn anything like that well to answer the first question <laughs> <laughs> the christmas variant the, yeah, yeah. The christmas one. um you know i would to be honest with you um the ljn the old school mm -hmm. i i i think um if WWE came out with a, a, a series of those, just a, yeah. a collectible one, sure. I think uh, in in this outfit, I think that would be awesome. Sure, yeah. be pretty cool. Like they, you know, and, and um, you know, I think that would really be cool for fans and stuff. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I love that idea. Um, this comes from Wyatt Adam. Does it annoy you or pump you up to hear the crowd chanting ECW when you hit the ring? Um, you know what? It just reminds me it's, you know, very much still alive. Sure. Um, and uh, I love to hear that. Um, some people are like, oh, I'd rather chant my name than, uh, um, you know, a promotion. But they're kind of chanting your your name by chanting. Yeah. Religion Agreed. Because that's something you're a part of. You know, and you had you I had such an impact for that place that right, you know right. that they associate the name of that with you. So you know that's that's, right. that's huge. You know, and the cool thing about it is, is going back to the generational thing. Yeah, you know, when they were young, chanting ECW, they're standing there with their kid that's standing on the seat, chanting right. ECW. That you know that day and the day before, watch some of my stuff on the right. WWE Network. You know of ECW. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's that connection that uh, a f uh, mother and daughter or son has, or a father and a son or a daughter has. Right. You know? um, so you know, it's it's that connection that you know 
that uh, helps me, you know, um, keep doing this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And All plus, right. I wrestled in the 90s, 2000. I don't really think about this too much, but 90, 2000, uh, oh, yeah. tens, and then, yeah, so you're, you're, you've wrestled in four decades. I don't know if I can make five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if man. You do, if yeah, you do those eight man tags, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Which, when you get a chance, just, you just got to hook the leg, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, why would you gore a lady like Chelsea? <laughs> who, who said, who asked this? That was Ron E. Bosch. Oh. It, uh, a, um, uh, there was a lawyer at the show. And I, I uh, basically said, like, I warned her, you know, to stay out of, you know, right. out of the way. And uh, he called her a bitch. Um, too, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> normally, sorry, I yeah. Um, normally, I, I definitely did feel like we were back in ECW where yeah. you just you were you, know, you were pumped up, man. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, it like the crowd really loved it, and. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, I, I guess she's okay from the door and all that stuff, yeah. you know. But, yeah, um, she got in the way. So yeah. it was kind of like a – got to go through the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she um, – um, it was kind of – the lawyer, I think, was, said there was, like, consent because she didn't – she got in the ring and, oh, and okay. I warned her. So yeah. I, I don't – legally I'm okay. Okay. So, okay. No, that's good. That's why, good. why I would do that is uh, looking back. I should have stayed my focus on Matt, but yeah. She, so she kept. She. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, she kept interfering and you know bothering yeah, you. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But so, uh, I mean, you know what's funny is uh, um, uh, the, the guy that's working on the the lineman bolt, the the, mm -hmm. the true yeah. professional. I go and help out and do stuff, but um, he uh. He, he he mentioned that, and uh, okay. I don't know how it popped up on his feed and all that stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh, picking on a lady. How <laughs> like, are you seeing that? You you could tell the momentum of you know of your career or of promotion yeah. and stuff. And yeah, when people that don't watch wrestling are you know yeah. so yeah, yeah yeah talking about it, you're you're doing something right. You know for That's sure. Right. right. <laughs> so, anyway. right. And this is the last one uh, from Jake Keel. What is your dream opponent or opponents that you've never worked? Oh, that I haven't worked. Oh, yeah. Geez. Um, Probably Giant Gonzalez, right? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I mean, should I say that? Or, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I've just worked with basically everybody. Sure. Um, I mean, you're very lucky to, you know, still be working and, and work with no. a lot of new talent. But is, is there anyone new that you're just like, man, I, I would love to, to you know, uh, you know Roman, we've, we worked with uh, I worked with Roman just a little bit. It was like with the Dudleys and what we did right. that thing. In December. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. I really like to have a match with him. Um, yeah. I uh, um, I've always said this, man. He's so talented and just yeah. listening to him in the locker room, too. Like he gets it, you know, and um, um, and I've always I've said this on interviews before, and uh, you know I, I think we haven't the best is yet to come with yeah. him, you know, and uh, um, and he gets it too, you know. I remember he would he would stick up for the guys too because he'd come back and and uh, he would say, "Man, I'm on three segments and I don't need this." It's like, 
there's a lot of guys here that aren't on TV that would benefit more, right. you know. But, um, that's great. Yeah, you know, no, so he knew really, that, you know, and it's not yeah. like he, you know, it's like I don't need all this. Yeah, he's, you know? he's not being an attention hog. He's trying to, yeah, you know, and, help and, everybody. Spread the wealth, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, but, uh, yeah, if, uh, he's just so talented, and, yeah. yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so maybe him. So Roman, that's, that's great. No, that, that's a awesome. that's a great answer great. and and a, a great story. It's always nice to hear, yeah, the cool things about people like that. Or Brock in a hardcore match that would go all around the arena because if mm. if it gets did mad, you say the arena? No arena. <laughs> oh, that would go all around the arena because yeah. with Brock, if he got a little uh, upset, I could just drown myself out in the sea of people and run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going toe to toe with that guy would be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're no slouch yourself, man. No. I mean, yeah, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. mess with you. That's for sure. Yeah. No, but uh, I always got along with Brock. He was always yeah. cool, and I'll never forget when he wanted to go to the NFL. You know, um, everybody understood, and and I'm a big fan. If you if your heart's not there. You know, you got to go. But I, 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 I pulled them off to the side and I said, you know, they put a lot of I got to speak my mind. I, I understand. And and good that you're going, because if you don't want to be here, don't, right. you know, um, but understand that they put a lot of time and money and a lot of, you know, and, and you know, into you. Yeah. Rightfully so, because there's a lot of money and, and he's a right. draw. Um, but I'm glad he came back. You know, yeah. and, uh, I wish it was a little sooner. You know, right. but um, and I respect the fact that he's not a people person, but yeah. that kind of adds to the mystique, though, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I don't and, um, you know, he would always come around and say hi. And I understand why he'd want to stay to himself. And he, he has a lot of land and he hunts and, sure. and that's where he's at peace, you know, yeah. but, just uh, like I with you and your boats, you know, that's where you relax. At. That's how he right. relaxes. You know, it's the right. same thing. Everybody's right. got their own kind of. Yeah. Right. Well, the difference is he's smarter because I've got, you know, 110 people, you know, out there on their boat, you know, looking at me wanting something. Right, you know? right, right. So he's out in the woods. The only buddy that want the only thing that wants anything is, you know, deer food or, you yeah, know, right, you know, right, right. Coming up going, hey, big guy, you going to feed us? You know? Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, no, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty blessed because, you know, like I, I tell everybody here, I like I provide a uh, service for you, you know, where you can keep your boats. I'm not your friend, you know, like I'll talk to them and stuff. Sure, but the sure. last thing you want to do is be that owner where you're on talking to them, you know, jumping yeah. on the boat. Hey, I'll go out with you. I, you right. know, I go, you can invite me, but I'm not going. I have my own boats, sure. you know, and, yeah. and if I go out on it, I'm not going to have you come out on it. You know, because it's just you don't mix business with pleasure. 100%. And, um, so I did go out with the uh, the one guy. He races his sailboat, and he always yeah. wins. And it was funny because um, he goes, hey, uh, you want to go with this race? And I go, I've never been on a sailboat out in the water, right? Uh, as a kid, I was on a boat, a sailboat, right. but it was docked next to us, right? Okay. So anyways, um, so I go, yeah, yeah. So he goes, hey, man, you, you got any other wrestlers that want to – Tim's his name. Funny as hell, right? Hmm. So he goes, uh, you got any other, you know, wrestlers, big guys that want to go? And I'm like thinking, wow, he's putting a lot of stock in me, you know. To, right, you know, right. <laughs> and it's more for, like, bragging rights and stuff, and he wins, sure. you know, flags yeah. and stuff, you know. So uh, you get little flags if you win. And 
Um, so anyways, he's got probably over 300 of them, you know, from wow. this. Boat. Yeah. yeah. So he just races around the great lakes. And, uh, yeah. so anyways, um, uh, so I'm like, wow. So I'm bragging to my buddy. Right. Yeah. And he used to play football and stuff, not pro, but like uh, yeah. high school, he's a boater. And I'm like, Ryan, I'm like, yeah, he's like, he wants me to go. He asked me if I have any other friends. He goes, you know, why he wants you to go. I go, why? He goes, he wants you as rail meat. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, the guys that hang over the side of the boat yeah. or sit right. on the edge to, yeah. to get it to lean straight, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're <laughs> right. I'm like, I feel a little cheap and used, but right. I, I kind of like it in a weird yeah. way. So I look at Ryan, I go, hey, you want to go? You're a big dude. He's like, yeah, yeah I'll go. So, yeah. So That's we awesome. actually won that race, yeah. And his oh, club. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Very it, cool. you know, what's crazy is, you know, because we're, we're just kind of chilling and, they all jockey for position because the the uh, start off line, you know, in the boat. And once they shoot that uh, gun, because you're all trying to time it, you know, right. and bam, you're off and race. I mean, they're coming close to one another, and and yeah. they're they're moving by the sail because they can't have the the motor. I'll tell you another quick story. This guy with a sailboat, he was out here the first year I had it, and uh, the marina, and he wanted to film this thing because with his church, right. And then they need to film the end. And I'm on my boat, right? And it's a, a Chris Craft, and it's a, a power boat, right? Mm -hmm. So long story short, this is October 15th, uh, 2019. Yeah. So the water starts to get a little cold, right? And if you're right. wearing pants and regular clothes, you're not going to swim too long, right? Mm -hmm. So we're out, in, you know, right outside the, the uh, um, entrance of the, the uh, harbor, so, you know, they're filming some stuff and on my boat and, and the, the scene is it's like a two and a half com minute commercial. And they showed me everything they had. Right. And it was really well done and what they were trying to film. So they're filming some shots and this guy, basically the whole thing is he just says F it with his blue collared life, buys a boat at the end of it. He, you know, jumps off the boat, sets it on fire. And then and then they film that where he walks up on the beach at a different place, right? They got a different boat and uh, they burnt that, you know, and all that stuff. So anyways, uh, so the guy ends up, you know, jumps in. They wanted to film that here too, right? Yeah. So I go, well, Ken is on the sailboat. I go, just spin around and get him, right? <laughs> so not thinking that it's a sailboat and it's hard to maneuver, right. you know, with one motor and then and then, you know, because his bag and everything was on there, right? And uh, they just called me and I took the camera guys. And so long story short, and uh, they came around. He went to throw him a life jacket, but it, it the wind was blowing, so he couldn't grab it. And then he went to throw him a rope when he circled around and got caught on his prop, right? Oh, so man. the guy goes, help. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, 80 degrees, you know, the water's like, 90 degrees right. you know <laughs> you see, like and he's in bermuda shorts you know like right. just <laughs> floating you know treading water he goes help and i'm like oh and then it dawned on me the water's cold he's right. he dressed in jeans and all that shit so right. i just you know because i was not too far from him you right. know so i gunned it and then i put it in reverse because i i knew it, it roughly where he was at right and yeah. then i just kicked it in reverse just to stop the forward momentum I jumped down to look for him and he wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, he no. went underwater. Oh, These shit. guys on the boat, they, they, the camera guys, 
they don't know how to drive a boat. So I'm going to jump in the water and I'm like, oh, if I would have gotten off, I would have been dead because I would have been trying to tread water. Right. Right. So right. they wouldn't have known how to circle back and get me. Right. right. So anyways, I go to jump in the, uh, I go to go down to the platform to kind of just try to reach around. And he was hanging on the platform. Oh, I'm like, oh like I was just like, oh my God, I was like, literally <laughs> yeah. just drowned, right? Damn, man. <laughs> so anyways, I'm like, oh. really, okay? And he was like gassed, totally yeah. gassed. And I'm yeah. like, let me help you up. He goes, let me just hold on here for a few minutes. And, and uh, you know, so anyways, uh, he goes, yeah. I, I go, uh, I go, how close did you get? He goes, you're, you're about three feet away. I go, okay, that's where I kind of, because I couldn't yeah. see, him, you know. Yeah. right off the bow because i sit pretty high off and uh it's a cruiser right so yeah. he goes i just swam like three big breaststrokes and grabbed your ladder right yeah. and i'm like thank god right <laughs> yeah so, and i knew i didn't run over him because there was no right. blood and then i knew I <laughs> yes. him up away, right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, anyways, we pull him up and then i go just hang out here uh, i go uh you know on the back deck and you know i go um We'll, we'll get up close to Ken on the sailboat and I had one of the camera guys, right? And they're getting all nervous, right? Because I, <laughs> with that boat, I've had it since 2000 and uh, um, I, I literally nudged it within maybe about, um, I'd say about a foot, you know? Wow. And uh, he was able to grab the van. He's like, back it up, back. He started to get nervous. I go, bro, just settle down, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I boat, right? I'm not a master, yeah. you know, captain right. or whatever, but I know the boat. And then right. uh, we went out. Uh, another quick story is we went out to Putin Bay and then, uh, um, you know, I was pulling in and I don't drink. Right. So um, I'm pulling in because uh, I tried to dock next to my brother, but my boat's in 1975 and it was popping the breakers. So there must be like a loose wire could like set it off. Right. right? Cause there's, sure. their, their, their electric system is really um, up to date. If there's any yeah. current in the water, it'll pop a breaker. So I went down to this other Marina and, and this is a 35-foot boat, and there's probably about 40-foot clearance, right? So I'm spinning it around, right? And the one guy's like, watch the po- watch the post, Captain, the, the dock master, right? And I'm like, what what post are they talking about? Like, I've seen every post, and I, I know roughly how much room. So my brother's like, he's on the bow throwing a line. He's like, hey, they, they want you to watch the post. I go, I know. Like, is there – like, I'm looking around, and – like I can spin that thing on a dime and give you some right. chance, right? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, I spun it around and I'm, I, I, I go. He goes, "Oh, good captaining, Skipper." And I'm like, "Yeah, thanks." I go, "What post?" He goes, "That one." I go, "Oh, I knew that one. I was, yeah. I was far enough away from it, you know." So, <laughs> I remember when I first bought the boat, I was a little, little, you know, it was a little tricky, but you know, yeah. the best advice, and we can leave on this. My brother, my other brother Jim, gave me. He goes. A boat is like a woman. It responds to the touch. Yeah. You know, so there, you <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but hey, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thank no, you for thank joining you us, for man. It was a us. absolute pleasure. Uh, yeah. Can't thank you enough, man. It now the really, energy really means a lot. Kicking in. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> now he's ready to go. He's like, let's right. go for another right. hour, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's get that first hour. Let's right. So, but no, thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. Tell Rob I said. I would actually, he actually texted me back. He, he was laughing. He's like, LOL, you know, that's great. You know, so I told right, my brother right, in the key. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool yeah. dude. I yeah, like he him. is for sure. But uh, hell yeah. You know, thank you, Rhino. I mean, it's uh, been so an absolute much. pleasure. And uh, yeah. 
keep collecting those action figures, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll um, have to work well, on getting you all of yours. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please yeah. do. I, I would uh, I would say I'd sell the the ones I have of this, but I'm holding on to those. So yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. keep uh, that. Well, if you change your mind, uh, shoot me a text. <laughs> I'd be I'd be interested in one for sure. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. All right. All right. Um, just before you go, what what is your next um you know event that like people can see you at or like you know your um you know your promotion or any of that that way you know to get the word out there just a little yeah. bit impact wrestling um we're down in florida fort lauderdale this uh for tapings it's always a great uh, a, a great time um that's the 21st and 22nd Second. Yep. yeah and then just go to impact wrestling to you know where it's at and then uh it's definitely if you you know worth the drive or the flight down there to get to some warm weather especially if yep. you live mm-hmm. north um yep. So, uh, and then, uh, the 28th and 30th in West Virginia and someplace else. Um, I think those are the dates. Um, but, uh, uh, let me see, uh, February 17th in Monroe, Michigan. It's a Thursday. We have a IWR show at the FOP. So tickets are online. So I think it's purple pass, um, IWR nine backslash nine, something like that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, well um we'll have to we have a whole Detroit crew uh that we yeah. talked to and we'll yeah. have to make sure to yeah, let them know chapter, that man. uh yeah. you know for sure. Yeah, they got to go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh Heath uh Heath Slater will be there. Um we'll be wrestling in the tag. Connor will be there. Um I'm just trying to thank uh Madman Fulton, Trey. Oh, cool. I, they don't have any action figures. Madman might for NXT. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But um uh, yeah, we have a uh, Sam Beal will be there, so we have uh, we have a lot of cool, uh, yeah. you know, local talent too. So. Very cool. No, Hell that's yeah. awesome. All right, well, thank you again, very, very yes. much appreciated. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thanks, guys. And we'll I talk to you later. Yeah. All right, Absolutely. take care. Yeah, yep. bye. see you, bud. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. So that was uh, Big Terry, my you know new what? friend. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, guys. That was dope. <laughs> what a great guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, how uh I could have talked fun. I could have talked yeah. to them for hours just, about stuff. Just listening to him. Just you you just talk. You He's do a your great thing. Energy. You just talk. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he I, was he was great. I need to get like it's been on my list to get a Rhino ECW figures, but I'd like need to like move that like speed you know yeah, yeah, you know, he's, that's, that's at the top of the list now he's sure. bumped up the list yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely um, because I, i've been no pun intended toying with the idea of um having a pod shelf for us like so everybody that we've had on our i show, have had so the same this guy next plan so yeah. I, but i want to do like my favorite figure that you know so obviously sure you know matt and brian whenever i get my super seven figures yeah same uh, I will, those are gonna go on the shelf i think I, because i want to keep those separate you know so um I that is a cool yeah i and like then, that idea know, if if uh you know that smart means, market's dude, like an aw got... fig well i mean What's... the micro brawlers at least there's something yeah. oh yeah well i would probably do the bendy for now you know sure well, I mean, I'm, just I'm just saying, just, like, I mean, but, some sort of representation. Yes, yeah, it, it, that can be my miscellaneous. Well, For you know who? It's my OCD. Well, I, anyway, I'm not going to get into my stuff. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, anyway. Regardless. Yeah. Rhino is being added. He's the man. He's the man. Yeah, Absolutely. he is. Uh, 
dude, it's uh, that was awesome. I was I've, so mesmerized. <laughs> yeah, I it's uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I've been talking with him for I don't know what's it been three months. It, it, yeah, it's been a it's been a while. long time. Um, you know, because we were we were gonna try to do this and then then it was uh, kind of pushed back to I mean, December. It, it was and then, definitely before. Um, we before were talking. Vegas. Well, it was before I Vegas. say we, but you, yes, yeah. you were talking well, to him before Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it was like, are you gonna be there? And he's like, oh, I might hang out, you know. And, right. Um. So yeah, it was definitely in October time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a little bit, but um, um got to give a shout out to to Tommy. So one of the things that we do yeah. is for our Patreon, we let them know who the guest is. And that right. way, if they have questions or whatever, and it's it's a little perk of being part of the Patreon. And so Tommy sent a message. He's like, so is this why you guys have kept talking about Big Terry every week? <laughs> you know? yes. like, and yes. it's like, yeah, it's like, Big Terry. I, I mean, yeah. Big Terry started as this kind of a, a joke. You right. know, in a sense, but then then Jake was in contact with him. So it was like whenever you can, you just throw that little, ah, you know, hey, Big so, Terry, you know, yeah, and oh, yeah, just, no, just and to like, keep I've, it alive a little bit. It's yeah. a little uh, foreshadowing, so, little Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah, so if you ever hear something, you know, that kind of starts to keep popping up, you know, you never no, no uh, nothing with Giant Gonzalez. I just say that randomly out of my ass all the time <laughs> Ooh, anyway. That's not but, possible. Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, that's kind of a thing we like to do. We kind of like to drop little hints and stuff here yeah. and there, but um but yeah, that's uh it, I mean, to be honest with you guys, uh you know, my buddy Rob that, you know, sold him the boat real quick. It was just uh, you know, I was like, "Oh, dude, you know, tell him that uh you know we have a podcast and you know see if he'd be interested and uh the next message i got it's like here here's his phone number he said the text or give him a call i was like and i'm freaking out i'm like what like rhino wants me to call him so right so i'm like okay so so, you know we ended up talking and uh we've been you know kind of just chatting back and forth the last few months and uh i mean great guy he he's always been so kind and so uh well and if you can tell tell this story about the one when I, about when I talked to him on the phone the other day. The, the no no the first time <laughs> when it was like you know do you want to be on the show do you want to be on Major World Order or whatever and you guys oh. had your first phone conversation. Oh man, I I don't remember. Andrew just knocked something over, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't remember exactly how everything went, but. Uh, we were we were talking for a little bit and uh he i i you know he's like so what what's your show about you know what what is this and uh so i was like you know explaining what we do and all that and uh how i wanted to ha- you know get him on to the podcast just to interview him and stuff and he goes and i think he's he just kind of cut me off in the middle he's like wait a minute you want me to join the mwo like that like I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, I don't want you to join. I just want to interview. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, because I don't have time for that shit. So, <laughs> but it, it's just but. so funny that like he went into this phone call thinking that he was being asked to be like a member, a member <laughs> on the yeah, podcast like, like, like or whatever. Extend it, please. Yeah. Can we extend and, that? Often? And <laughs> instead of just going like, no, he's like, right. well. I'll at least hear <laughs> he these guys about it. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then I was, was like, like oh. "Oh, you just want me to be 
on a as a guest. Okay, yeah. that I can do. <laughs> it's like, but, wait, you were giving us Terry. that time of day? Big Terry, anytime you want to join the MWO, the offer stands. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. It was a lot of fun. I mean, he's, he's such awesome. a great down to earth guy. You know, I mean, yeah. could, I just I feel like you could just go like out to dinner with him and just hang out and just bullshit yeah. for hours. Wait, we get to know? go out to dinner with him? Yeah, did, yeah, dinner on uh, Big Terry next well, next week. <laughs> you know. You know how loved he is when oh, so yeah. when when I went to the um impact tapings in Nashville, um it was when he had his heel turn and joined um VBD. I think it is oh, uh, uh, um Violent by Violent Design. By design. Yeah. And they you know, uh Eric Young and them were treating him like like shit because oh, yeah. he, he yeah. was losing <clears throat> matches right. and everyone in the audience was booing because right. We, they love him. Like oh, yeah. he loved he, him. The and best, they're, man. they're like, you know, when you know, they're like, leave, leave that group. Like you, you know, you're not meant yeah. for that. And then when right. Heath comes back, obviously they've rejoined and he went yeah. back to being a face. And you know, yeah. what a what a great dude. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's the yeah. best man. And like, man, just as it's going, like I didn't even sometimes like I didn't even want to pop in and like turn yeah. into interview guy. And right, like, oh, right. so tell us about this. Like, sometimes you just kind of have to. But I was just like, I just want him to keep going. Let him talk about the fun things he wants to talk about. Yeah. Because, like, the few things I wanted to get into, like, that that we didn't, like, one of the big things was, and you got to just look this stuff up on YouTube, um, his run in WCW <laughs> right. as right. Terry, Terry Richards. Richards. <laughs> and, like, but there, he has matches against Renegade, you know, the fake yeah. Uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hawk from the Road War. Like he had yeah. some pretty cool matches. Yeah. And, like it yeah. would have been cool to talk about that. Um, Part two. Yeah, you never yeah. know. Um, and uh, you know we uh, we got to hear it on Brian's um, ECW yeah, music episode. But yeah. um, his entrance music is by mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite bands, Dope. Dope. Um, Dope. And. I love like well I I love that song because I don't know if you know this but that is that song the first time I heard that song wasn't from ECW it was Uh actually from the Fast and the Furious sure Uh, there's there's a big part in there when uh you know the FBI is doing the raid on Johnny Tran and it's a badass song dude I love yeah. it. I, I love that band I've been fortunate enough oh, yeah. to I've opened up for them oh wow four five times um I meant to ask the bass player uh is I'm friendly-ish with him like yeah. if he had any stories I totally forgot yeah. but anyway like you said maybe there's a part two um so uh um yeah anyway uh now this is our geek out moment but it it was this was super fun to be able to talk with him so cool man i mean i mean he he is a legend dude i mean he's yeah he's done so much in the industry and it's just it's awesome that he's i mean literally he was just saying you know he's wrestled in four decades you know it's crazy and uh i mean it's just he's he's an awesome dude I popped when I was watching Tough Enough today, and he popped up in it. And right. there's someone, yeah. one of the, I, I don't know if it was Maven or you know one of the Josh Matthews or someone was kind of promo on him, and he's standing in the doorway like laughing, you know, like yeah. you know, <laughs> I, 
You know, he oh, yeah. he's everywhere. He looks yeah. so young in that. Too. Right. It was so funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, um, yeah. Rhino's the best man. So yeah. you know, glad glad we were able to do that. Uh, that's uh, you know when we when we first started MWO. Never. You, you could. There's no way I would ever. I mean, it was my goal just to maybe get you know mark or met mark and brian Brian. on someday i mean we got lucky we got you know we kind of those right off the bat pretty much but uh yeah this is just it's really cool and we're we're so blessed and so fortunate to be able to do this and you know i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did um you know it's and we got a lot of cool stuff coming um you know live 11's coming up and uh there's gonna be some some motherfucking content that week for sure (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, yeah. I gotta drink lots of water right now because I ain't gonna be drinking none in Orlando. That's for sure. <laughs> you better. It's gonna be hot. Okay. Ew, I don't want to hear you He's drinking. Like, All right. Oh yeah, I normally hit the mute button. Sorry. Well, you want to know? You want to know why? Because this doesn't feel like we're doing the show anymore. This is us just bullshitting yeah. and talking about the cool well, yeah, experience we, we just right, had. Right. Well, maybe um, we should get back to the show. We should get back to the yeah. show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, the four by six questions of the week. It's four by six time. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Ask your MWO. Questions of the week. Win a four by six. Time by hunt for a billion jerks. Oh, it's not Christmas anymore. Uh, Well, technically, (laughs) no, but he did show off his his Christmas variant figure. Fair (laughs) enough. I might need to make that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually, I believe, I forgot to put the the hose song in last week, so I am not forgetting this. If if I didn't, then I I don't know. But whatever. Um, doesn't really matter. It's in now. Go back and listen. And um, so, yeah, we've got those questions of the week. Yeah. And uh, I'm ready, Freddie. Okay, you're ready to go. Who wants to go first? I am picking uh, Ryan Roberts' question, which is, I'm curious how all three of y'all decide what to open versus what not to open. I'm actually curious about what that with everyone in the group. Um. (laughs) <laughs> well, with me, you know I'm psycho. So um for me, I buy doubles and sometimes triples. And now recently I bought quadruple of uh certain figures. So if it's someone like I really like, like say Matt Bryan, uh Britt Baker, Chelsea, someone like that, I usually get three. So I'll get one to open to display on my shelf. I'll get one min on card, you know, keep it in, in the box, um, to get signed. Um, and then one kind of for my desk, you know, you, you guys, you know, whoever watches on Patreon know, I kind of pop up figures here and there. And those are my desk figures, you know, those are my ones I like to play with and, you know, dick around with and, you know, fool around with whatever. Um, so like, you know, I have, these are my fooling around figures. These are my fooling around (laughs) figures. So like, but then also like with Matt, Brian, um, and soon Mark, once he gets more figures released, um, I've gotten ones I've kept mint on card that I've gotten personalized and signed and ones that just have their signature 
on them. So I kind of do it like that. But for me, like if it's someone I really, really like, I'll get doubles so that I can open them and, you know, open at least one and keep one min on card. Um, everything else I open. Um, I open them to display. I make sure they have good paint on them so they display well. Um, so I'm kind of both sides. I kind of do both. You know, I open and I keep min on card. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, no, but typically I'm, I'm all loose. Um, the only times that I, I start to reconsider, re, uh, excuse me, reconsider Ooh. that is when, um, you know, if I am planning on getting a figure signed or something, um, and usually at that point I, I find one later on, um, I, I mean, the first time that I can think ever that I actively bought figures to keep loose, um, was the new Super 7 Matt and Brian's. I ordered one to open, and I ordered one to to keep uh, mint. That way um, I uh, can actually get those signed because their boxes are just so cool, and right. um, they're, they'll be an amazing display piece. Um, and uh, outside of that, like, no, I just don't really, I don't really do it. Um, I do have, like, some Ninja Turtles figures that I kept mint and that's just because um my mom one Christmas got me the um the Universal Monsters ones and there's two sets of the original line and one of and this is before they started going for crazy prices but one of the sets were all unpunched and we're talking figures from you know the 90s that are all unpunched so I was like I don't feel right opening these. So I, I have them like up on a shelf on display. And so, uh, so yeah, uh, very rare. Do I do mint? Everything else is loose, but those are the, uh, the rare exceptions of why I would do that. Very cool. Uh, for me, I normally open everything. Uh, right now, the only thing that I do have mint or mock would be the entire retro set. Um, and then I have, this Batman set uh, that I have not opened yet. I'm not sure. I, I love the packaging, you know, just with the old school logo and everything. And yeah, um, you know, I have uh, the entire set except for a couple of the chase figures that um, I wasn't going to buy, but uh, that damn Joe Vin sent that to me with the, <laughs> so now I'm like, ah, I got to go down okay. that rabbit hole. So yeah, I probably will. I was talking about getting a detolf and display you know, that bat that bat cave, bat bro. Cave that bat mobile. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna end up doing, but we'll see. I'm but um, you know, I got some other things going on right now that I need to handle. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave them in in the packaging for now, and then uh, once all that other stuff's figured out, and uh, I'll figure it out. You're gonna sell them, and then you're gonna buy oh, them again. No, and no, then no, you're no, no. Sell them nope. again, I, and then you're gonna. Buy I don't them again. sell. I I can't because I won't sell gifts. So like anything that you've got me or Billy's got me or, you know, Jovin or La Puma, any, anything like that is like, I can't sell it because it's a gift. You know what I mean? So since I, there's no point in selling the entire collection and just keeping the one figure that's worth the most, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I'm going to, so that, I'm just, that's I'm the gonna... trick. 
we got to start buying Jake's shit that he well, no, says he doesn't okay, want. Okay, <laughs> so full disclosure, what's going on is I'm moving. So, again, again. so, uh, yeah, I'm not giving you guys my address. I, I know how you figured out my address this last time, Billy, so that's not <laughs> happening this time. <laughs> yeah, but there's going to be some point where you're going to have to send me something. P.O. And... Box, bitch. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll send it to your P.O. box. That's fine. I'll just say I never got it. I'll, I'll find out where you live. Dirty, dirty, dirty. All right. All right. Anyway. What, um, what's the next one? Uh, yours or my turn, I guess. Um, hmm. I suppose I'm going to go with Alejandro Contreras. If your life was an animated cartoon. What art style would you like for your life to look like? You seem confused. Just go ahead and answer. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. So if I live, if my life lived inside of a cartoon, what show would I want it to look like? Oh. Um, You're like, what animation style? Yeah. Oh, whatever one I look jacked in. Well, you're going to go with Batman <laughs> the Animated Series because they're all like big barrel chested and yeah, yeah but they have the tiny legs i don't have you tiny, tiny legs they do no you i don't i know i know you shared that picture of your calves in your butt in my ass. my ass every day is ass day <laughs> um but no what well, i don't know um yeah i i, I don't know <laughs> um I, I you know typically you just go with like maybe your favorite show or something i, I can't say that there's something like Ooh, I really love this animation, and I think it would capture me the best. I'm gonna go with like South Park. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just I think gonna... it would be like funnier, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I'll go with South no, Park. That's, that's cool. I I'm actually gonna pick uh, the Simpsons just because. You want to be yellow? Well, yeah. Why not? Uh, it's just it's so clat. Like that's what I grew up on. You sure. know, the Simpsons, Beavis and Butthead kind of, too, I guess, you know, yeah. would be a cool one, too. That would be but, fun. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the Simpsons, for me, I think, you know, it's definitely not lifelike at all, but it's just got that goofy kind of characteristic. You know, there was like the the Bret Hart one. I know Aerosmith was on Simpsons. Yeah, you know, it was, but you could still tell it was them. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool. I like that. And it's just funny and goofy. And I, I would love to see the three of us is the Simpsons, I think would be really, it'd be funny. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for sure. Anime uh, style. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different anime styles out there. Um, I'm going to go maybe like Dragon Ball Z kind of is like probably the best dead look jacked. Um, I just, like I just style. I'm sorry. I just, I just thought of something. I almost blurted out something when you said anime, but it, so I got to <laughs> you had what? to do a dolphin noise over someone that said oh, something no. and I almost blurted that out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholas Michael, you know what oh you said? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with anime style. I've always just liked the, you know, the different artwork styles of a bunch of different animes and just like, you know, the colors and, you know, the stylized um, look to it, um, you know, depending. So. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go like maybe like Dragon Ball Z or something like that as sure. the, as the the anime that it would be modeled after. So that's, yeah, that's uh, very cool. Yeah, no, for sure. South Park. Uh, like I said, it's I don't know. I think it would just be funny more than anything. Billy like, wants right. to be like. I'd be like paper. one of those. those uh, <laughs> yeah, 
No, and I'd Jake be like one of the yellow. like the little goth, the goth kids, you know, from <laughs> South Park, and Jake would be like PC principal. Uh, <laughs> not not attitude wise, just like the look, like the big, you know, jockey kind of guy. Oh, I and, thought you were talking about the MK guy. No, that's Mister MK. MK. What? <laughs> that's the principal. No. no, he's just no. He's the principal. Him. You haven't watched South Park in a while. I know. Um, <laughs> I that's all I remember. No, that's Mister Mackey. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mackey. Okay. You would be Butters. Me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I'm not bi-curious. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hamburgers. Butters is my favorite character. I don't like Butters. He's my favorite character. <laughs> I would not become Captain Chaos, okay? Yeah, get, you would. Get out of here. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm would. more of like a Stan or like maybe a Kyle or, or someone normal. Just some normal. <laughs> some normal South Park character. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh no, but I w- I would probably go with like the like the 80s animation, you know, Ninja Turtles, real Ghostbusters, sure. uh early 90s X-Men stuff like that. That that's I don't know, whatever. That's it's a fun question. Um Next. Someone oh. someone who's talented draw us in in our uh <laughs> animated <laughs> versions, please. Yeah. Yeah, dude, actually that would be badass. I would love that. I want to be Dragon Ball. We'll, we'll try and think of some sort of reward. It may not be a good one, but we'll try and think of something. I want to be powering up Super Saiyan 4. Come on, do it. What, I, I don't, don't know, know what any means. of that I know was. You don't know. Yeah. Can you mute, mute his mic, please? All <laughs> right. So, I well, there's a couple good ones in here. Uh I'm going to go with uh Husfar's driver, Tommy Sapienza. I almost went that one too. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Out of all the wrestling managers and valets, mm. past or present, who would you want to have accompany you to the ring? Oof. So this there, is a hard one. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. I mean, me for sure. I would definitely be a heel if I was like if I had my own choice to be like a wrestler. I would. I would want to be a heater. Um, I would. I just want to be a heel. Um, but kind of like an unstoppable. You know, undefeated. Well, of course, I, you know that's what I want to do. You know, uh, um, but I, I don't want to talk unless I absolutely have to. So I, I would need somebody who's just a loud mouth, um, annoying, and just Jimmy like, Hart. Not nah, you. As far <laughs> would be I'm my manager. Yeah, because you're annoying. Anymore. You're loud. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I would. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking along the lines of like the Paul Heyman type, Bobby the Brain Heenan type. Um, you know, that I, I don't want to go with the super, super annoying, like, you know, Jimmy Hart or, um, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, well, then again, Mr. Fuji would have been a good one too, because he was, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go Mr. Fuji. Okay, I, I, you know, uh, you know, like when he, like with his demolition run, when he had the little, the little bowler hat and the little tuxedo, okay, sure, sure. I think, I think that's how I'd want my. Yeah, him to um, be representing yeah, me. I like it. I'm picking a valet and a manager because this is tough for me. Um, if <laughs> I were to pick, if I were to, because I like, manage, oh, <laughs> if I were to pick a manager, um, yeah, uh, if I were picking a manager, I'm definitely going fucking Paul Bear. Just that, just him, like with the urn and just, oh yes, like just him hyping you up, like my Undertaker. You know, I just well, love he'd, that. He'd be like. My husband. My husband. My husband. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and then my for valet, I'd probably pick Sherry, um, just because she, you know, whoever she was with, she kind of like would do anything for them. Like especially like when she was with Sean, she kind of like went up to bat for him at times, and like you know she would she wasn't afraid to get in the ring and like do the dirty work too. Right. So it would be kind of like a you know a good you know like backup you know person like cool. you know if I'm losing she pulls them out you know yanks their their boot or whatever and <laughs> I love it um so those are those are my picks yeah um I'd go valet um and I would go sunny like you know because like. Think about like that run where she was like going with all the tag teams, you know, like she's, with the, and shit. she's with the body Donna. So she looked, you know, her outfit matched them. Then she's yeah. with the Godwins and she matched them and LOD 2000 and matched them. And um, I, I always liked that. I always liked that she, you know, uh, changed up her look and her mm. style for each, you know, person or team she was with. So um, I'd, I'd go that route. I was going another good one would be Woman. Like, she was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I liked Woman a lot. Yeah. Or James oh. Vandenberg or yeah. Mitchell, either or, you know, the goth, uh, you know, demented kind of uh, I have, manager guy. I have a little bit of breaking news, boys and girls. Oh, boy. I what? just did something that I've been wanting to do for three years. Three Move. or 30? Three. The oh. Major Wrestling Figure Podcast sent me a message on Twitter. It says, send address for review. Oh. Woo! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, baby. So, hell yeah. yeah. Those were all some great questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Keep just them a, coming. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys, and we thank you all for your support. Um, you know, don't forget to check out JPD Customs. Um, you know, they're doing some amazing stuff. Uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of a lot of cool shit coming, coming your guys' way. Um yeah, no, we talked about a lot of yeah. that stuff earlier, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. keep that yeah, keep that really, coming and or paying attention yeah. to what he's doing and yeah, yeah, like you were saying, live eleven. Yeah, we, we got that coming up. Uh we got we got some stuff we gotta figure out, but uh oh I'm I'm so excited. This, this is gonna be great. This, oh yeah. <laughs> I won. Woohoo. Okay, so <laughs> but uh yeah, big shout out to uh to Rhino for for joining uh, joining us today. We had so much fun hanging out and uh, just getting to know him a little bit. And uh, again, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. It was so much fun, and I'm glad we glad we get to do this. I yeah. liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, go ahead and uh, again make sure you're sticking around to the end of the episode for yep. a new sponsor, um, Figure Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, again, you know, just, it's a, it's a offshoot of, of, you know, something like FWF, you know, figure yeah. federations and, you know, the voices and, yeah. you know, storylines and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, a little yeah. bit of personal banter between the hosts. And so stick yeah. around and listen to that commercial. And if you feel inclined check out their show. Hell yeah. Well, there's only thing, only one thing left to do. Gore my fucking music! Ow, baby! I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear. They wanna wear it, 
H-A-R-D Just like Blue Chew I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy Claim all the figs Claim all the merch Like Super Gabby you already know the Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise. Do you like pro wrestling, brother? Do you like action figures? Do you like fantasy sports? Well, if you do, go listen to the Figure Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. It's two brothers going head-to-head with rosters with action figures. Figure Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. I just did a whole Kogan thing and fuck it.